0: And now, get ready for some idiots talking about shit. Here is Justin, Tony, Dustin, Andy, and maybe upside-down Tommy. It's back Talk.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to yet another show. We are recording this on Memorial Day, on the holiday. We weren't going to forget you guys. We were still going to bring you a show. We're all here. All the idiots are here. Today, we got some atomic torpedo juicy west coast IPA I figured torpedo was the closest thing I could find to a military themed beer uh, so here we go let's kick this one off the right way and tits up to everybody out there guys what's going on you know last last show we had uh, we had some good topics good discussions um, and we released uh, we released a little tidbit of information. People could get a hold of us, uh, a little little email, and uh, everybody seemed to take to it. Like we got we got some emails. So today we're gonna be hitting up your emails, guys. If somebody is getting a t-shirt. We'll decide at the end after we read the emails who's getting a t-shirt. But stay tuned listen for your emails and. Uh, we got some surprises in those emails, and possibly a discussion to come out of them. But uh, let's see what the guys are up to first. Hey, Dustin, what's going on, brother? Uh, Some storms out your way. What you got going
2: on? Yeah, we've had a few tornadoes, a few bad storms up here in my neck of woods in Minnesota. They've been traveling through for the last couple days. We had a nice heat stretch, and then we know what comes with that. But we're all safe, cleaned up some trees, and watched some grain bins fall down. But other than that, we're all safe. Glad everybody's safe up here. Good deal,
1: good deal and uh glad you guys are all safe on Memorial Day and uh enjoyed your day off, I hope today and
2: uh, cut up some trees, I... had some fun. <laughs> Made some firewood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good deal. Tony, you got a little bit of a different backdrop today. Uh What's going on with you, man?
3: Um, nothing, but you know, yeah, uh, your day off, as you said, you know that I'm the one that works in retail, and I had to work today, so thanks. (laughs) But yeah, a little background, you know, I am actually at my home today, so it is good to actually be here instead of out in your, you know, garage. So it's okay. (laughs) Um, yeah.
1: Well, good. good. Yeah, that's the big thing, like retail. This is a holiday. You know, you got all the big sales and stuff. I mean, like Memorial Day, a day of remembrance for fallen military has turned into selling washers and dryers. Am I wrong?
3: No, that is not wrong at all. Yeah, it is one of the biggest weekends for uh, home improvement. So even bigger than most say Black Friday. So um, it's beginning of the sales season. Everybody's coming out to buy something. So yeah, it's a busy weekend. A- any asshole customers? Anyone we want to talk about? No, not that I can think of right off the top of my head. So it's OK. You're going to have to bring those to us when they come across like the asshole customers.
1: We need to hear those stories. I love Karen. hearing those stories. All yeah. the Karens out there. All
3: the Karens. Yeah. That's
1: right. Don't you deal with a lot of Karens in your position anyway?
3: I, I do deal with a lot of customers that are somewhat angry in my position. But yeah. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> <That's> too crazy. <yeah. laughs>
1: well, that sounds like a ton of fun. Justin, what's up, Present. buddy? We got—we're gonna have to have a little discussion with you, and you um, might get some writer's cramp after we're done. But uh, what's going on with you? Uh
4: oh, am I going to the principal's office?
0: <laughs> You're already there. <laughs>
4: oh shit. Um. Oh, uh, I just—I uh, don't know, nothing much. Uh, yesterday was a pretty big day. Family was over. Uh, you guys ever played? Um, what is it? It's like horseshoes, but you're, it's washers. You ever played Washers? Washers.
2: Oh, yeah. Washers are fun.
4: Yeah, man. I'm a big fan of that. First time I pretty much played it yesterday. I got a hole-in-one, so.
0: There you, you go. know I
4: got a ringer, whatever you call it, inside Yo, the, the middle thing. I was first—I was the first person at the at the celebration to do that, so. Hey,
2: washers that's about it. fun. Washers, that's yeah, a that's fun cool. little game.
1: Did you get drunk, too?
4: Or? Uh, I got drunker than usual. I had about three cans of beer. Um, oh, my
2: goodness. Maybe
4: two. Because I tend so to he, put them down and forget.
2: So he was pretty yeah. drunk at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He rolled his ankle yeah. probably. and rolled his ankle it's, again yeah, it's Yeah,
1: that's why he got a ringer. He was so drunk. It's like me playing pool. You know, the, the drunker I get, the better I get. <laughs>
4: I, I have been like that with beer pong. I noticed I got really drunk and would, would get better at it. So that's definitely a thing.
2: Because yeah, I think a you
4: don't care. Bit. You don't care. Yeah.
2: You know? We played a little bit of Polish frisbee. You put a beer, a bottle of beer or something on a pole and throw a frisbee back and forth. Try to hit the beer off the pole.
1: So, so that was a thing I was thinking that, you know, we, we, we reached out to the community and we had talked about if we get together, what, what, what should we do? And something I washers. thought about is we ought to place a beer pong. Beer
2: pong.
4: Yeah.
1: And washers. With the losing team in the beer pong having to do like some sort of humiliation
2: bet. You know, that's something, you know, like even if we don't get together at some point, like if we want to do it earlier, you can do that over what we're doing. We actually did that with my cousins down in Florida. We actually played beer pong over Zoom. So <laughs> did we. A, you know, we did the same thing. I mean, we did the same thing. Hey, what are you doing? Nothing? Listen. Got Zoom? Yeah, let's play beer pong. I'm like, how the heck are we going to do this? Well, we had some during, fun playing beer pong COVID, with people in Florida.
1: During COVID, (laughs) we did the same thing. Couldn't go out and hang out with nobody. So So we played virtual beer pong on, I think, FaceTime or something. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
2: it was fun. It was a good time. I mean, we all had a good time with it and got together with my second cousins at the time. And they still are. And it was was five hours of laughter. And just, you know, when we weren't playing, we were sitting there joking. It was a good time. I mean, we don't get to see them too much down in Florida. So that, that Zoom thing really helped. But.
4: I I just have to interject here. I don't want a good idea to go to waste. I think we should definitely plan for a future show, like where we just get like rip roaring drunk on like two drinking games. Because I have a really good drinking game. All we would each need is a pair of dice. Um, Perfect. And like and and the honor system of like telling us what you threw, or or, or somehow have like a camera that shows both, you know.
2: Well, we got, all got cameras. We can just point them to them. And... Yeah,
4: I'm just I'm just trying to think. Can we all get a secondary view, so you yeah. can, when it's your turn to to roll the dice, can we see a shot of your roll? And or if one person has the dice and has a dice cam. Probably Andy would have two. You could get two cameras and do a dice cam, couldn't you? And you yeah. roll the dice for everybody. Yeah, maybe that'd be easier. That, but there's yeah. this fucking there's this game called Three Man. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it, but I've
2: okay. heard of it.
4: Fucking awesome. Never
2: heard of this. So you got to explain this. one. Yeah. To explain Three Man to Andy. Justin. It is actually a pretty fun game.
4: Okay, hey, this is a future episode, and the episode is only playing this game while having a discussion about some shit that's, like, easy to talk about in case we get fucked up. Yep. Um, <laughs> so you have a date. Di- <laughs> you, di- you, you have a date. Di- you have two already. Will get, you <laughs> will get fucked up, I'll be honest. You will. So, so it has to be a night where you guys don't have races after, like, maybe an off night where it's, like, this is the night I can be drunk and fucking pass out. You know, you're not going to go and do anything after three minutes. For a couple so, hours
2: we might have to do this a saturday night recording <laughs> or something
4: yeah. Not, yeah don't plan don't plan to do anything else except whatever you do after you're drunk you know so before like, you that's, explain that's this time game
1: time. before you explain this game i have to ask tony will you be having your girl drink for you <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: if i could be here then i guess it might be okay if i don't have to drive then you know i might be able to play
2: well that's okay. the best way to do it don't drink and drive yeah
4: Never
0: do
3: that
4: <laughs> yeah don't don't plan on driving after this yeah <laughs>
3: i'm probably fucked anyway so it doesn't matter so <laughs> <laughs> if he smells,
1: tony usually smells a beer and he's falling
2: over so Yeah. so fuck it <laughs> so explain yeah. this game to us justin we gotta yeah, explain three man it's a fun guy it's a fun okay, game
4: okay so so if you guys watch it when we play it you want to play <laughs> along i don't know how you could just play with us and don't oh know. Well.
2: Play with yeah, when you watch or
4: when
0: we do this,
4: yeah. Yeah, yeah, when you watch or if you want to, like, learn the rules now and then play it and then be ready to watch us play it in a future episode. But uh, you go around the table and the first person that throws a three is, um, is goes first, right? And then to the left
2: after that. He's the um, three man, right? Isn't that how that goes?
4: He's the three man. Oh, I'm sorry. No, the person who rolls the highest goes first.
0: Yeah.
4: And the person who rolls the lowest is the three man. And then yep. from the highest left, all the way, So three man's last, you know, and then the three man stays three man until he rolls a three, he or she rolls three um, to break the curse. And then once that person breaks the curse of being three man, he could say, I, if I was three man and I rolled myself out, I could be like, Andy, you're three man now. Fuck you. You know? Yep. And three man, you don't, you don't want to be three man unless you like getting drunk. Um, when you're already drunk. I don't mean like it's fun at first. You're like, you get the, you get the drunkest fastest. But like yeah. after you're just been drunk and drinking too much, you're tired. Oh, fuck it, I hate three-man. I gotta drink every two seconds. So three-man, <laughs> three-man. Three okay, so just on the three-man rules alone, three-man drinks every time a three is rolled by somebody else, whether it's two and one, whether there's a three and a six. You know, as long as there's a three showing, or it adds up to three, three-man takes a sip. Okay, um, and then that person rolls, and every time the three is thrown, or in some kind of way, three-man drinks. Um, oh the other the other way Andy can unbecome three man is if somebody else rolls one of the dice off the table yeah which if we pick like one of, if we pick Andy to roll that rules kind of like thrown out it doesn't really happen that often anyway
2: but good. Well, um, so that, so that could roll but this t- yeah
4: so then the other thing is like if somebody if somebody rolls a four and a one um everybody's got to put their thumb on the table I guess in our case what we would raise our hand and the last yep. person to do it drinks all right then if you roll seven it's the person to the right of that person drinks and then 11 is to the left and then a 10 is a social or a waterfall depending on the first person that drink has to stop drinking before the next person does
2: waterfall um
4: and and then everything else is uh, is open like any other number or combination you could think of you make rules as you go along because if you roll seven in a row with making somebody drink that eighth uh, you you make a rule and you start over so, like, a popular rule that somebody makes is, like, when everybody rolls an eight, they have to take the Invisible Man off the bottle before they drink. Yeah. You
2: know? And you got to mm-hmm. put him back on.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep.
2: Just start, I saw just,
1: just Tony down rules. here being, like, he wanted to interject something here. What do you, what do you got there,
3: <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking about the right and left thing because there's nobody here next to me. We have to
2: do it off of Andy's screen since he records it and he will have to say, hey, who is the right of that person? Who is the left?
4: No, no, because because you go in turn. So you go in turn. So basically the person to the left of you is either the person before you or after you in your turn. So that's how you would think of it. Like the person to the left would be Tony because he goes before you or Andy because he goes after you.
2: But it would have That's to be what's on that. Andy's screen. Andy would have to say who's drinking there. We'd have to be the honor system of Andy with that. Because we're not sitting right, on a right. table. It'll be hard to. I don't know if I on, believe- on all of our screens, we're in different spots. What, what's that,
3: Tony? I don't
2: believe in that honor system with Andy. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, might have to, we might have to bring Christina in for the official ruler. Might
0: have to
2: on that. <laughs> no, three minutes. I'll look up the game. rules.
4: I'll look up the rules. There might be a couple other numbers I'm forgetting have like um, instructions to them. But I mean, you could start out with none. You could just start out with three minutes. and I think, then add rules as
2: you go along. I think every number has a set thing for stuff to happen. You know, like you say, making rules and all that. It, yeah. You, you don't remember what you're doing by the time this is over. But it's right. a
0: good time. But,
2: so,
1: so we'll be playing for about 10 minutes and Tony will be on the floor. Probably.
2: And me. But he could actually get lucky and hardly ever take drinks. I mean, I've seen that. Yeah, you might like, get lucky a, after I, the game, too. We have, a, we have a card game. Dude, you'll get play. lucky with
4: yourself after this game.
2: <laughs> <We'll>, <laughs> oh, we already talked about that last week. I don't know if we need to talk about that again. <laughs> Tony's good
1: at that, I thought. We're not we looking have, at your spank room, are we? No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Oh, that, sorry.
4: that does that does look like somebody sexy's gonna come through that door with a bunch of smoke following her, you know?
2: Yeah.
3: Tony,
4: totally. <laughs> no
2: door, just window. We always wanted you. What? We could put a door in there, like you said, put up some smoke there. You got a nice little walkway for. You just need to add the pole right behind you.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that,
4: that's what we're gonna have to. Looks really nice. So if you guys
1: want to see that, you guys want to see us play three man or some other games on a. On
2: one of these episodes. Yeah. <coughs> Let or us give know. Us some ideas, too. Give us some ideas of drink games we probably never heard of. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's talk. Here, so.
1: Let's hear about all these drinking games. And and how would they tell else. us
2: that, Dustin? They can email us at backtalkus at gmail.com.
1: That's right. Backtalkus at gmail.com. Let us know what kind of drinking think... games you got. I
4: think when they do, yeah. I think when they do that, they sort of talk about what they like to play or like what their favorite game is. I guess. Yeah, teach us how to the play. The same it. thing, right? Give us. A yeah, yeah, yeah. If, let, us, let, yeah.
1: yeah gotta let us know how to play because we don't know how to play it. And, uh, tell us, us how to make cookies. random game.
2: How to make yeah. cookies? Oh, yeah. What version yeah. of cookies? Tell us, do us you how to make the him? cookies
4: you love. Yeah. Because it's regional too, right? That's the fun thing. No, you know, and that, games are regional.
2: Like when you were explaining three man, I'm like, well, we play it a little different here, but that's you go anywhere, you know. We might learn some drinking games out in the West Coast that none of us had never heard of.
0: That's right. right. That's
2: what
4: we're looking for.
1: That's right. Yeah. Tell us. Tell us some stuff we'd never seen, and we'll we'll give a couple of these a shot, baby, and uh, have a good episode or two, or it may be the last yeah, episode man. for a while if we're still on the floor after a week. But you know.
4: Uh, who's gonna edit it though? Andy, you edit these, so it's like we can you got to be going through day. there like. Oh no. What did our drunk asses what did our drunk asses say with no fucking
2: filter? <laughs> like 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 I said, we might have to do this on a Saturday because I'm pretty sure most of us work the next day and we all have to go to work. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm telling you it's it's yeah, it's 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 got to be one. It's got to be an off day cuz I know you guys go into races after this and you will not be fucking sound for that. Like that you will just be like you know, you'll have to bill yourself as like the drunk announcer if that's the case.
0: Honestly, if I, if
2: I did that, I'd be like, I'm muting tonight tonight, guys. I'll just control cameras have fun. You know? Dude, who knows what Dude, the cameras, cameras are be showing, <laughs> but... I don't know. I'm just going to I don't know camera. what the Switchboard
4: guy is doing. But... Speaking of cameras, we had our
2: uh, we had our, our second uh, weekly race this week at my local track. We actually had a car start on fire. It was pretty wicked to watch. look like you uh, a clip of that? Yeah, I'll have to get a clip of that. I haven't gotten, gotten my editing done for that yet. Been a busy weekend. But it's, it's live on IMCA TV. If you want to see it, go rewatch the race on IMCA.tv. But it was a pretty good race. Uh, I'll have to get a clip of that. Maybe I can work it nice. up here in a little bit. But, yeah, okay. No, it was... A, all those I tornadoes to calm down for a minute. I want to yeah. make a clip and put the song Fireball over it. Because it looked <laughs> like a, jet, a fighter jet just flying by as he went by us. I mean, it was oh, a fun dude. time, but... The driver was safe. That's the high priority of that. But uh, it was it was nuts. Our flag man actually said it was kind of a chilly night. It wasn't hot, it wasn't cold, but it was kind of a chilly night. He said after he went by, he actually got goosebumps because of all the hot, the heat that went by him. And then he broke out in goosebumps right after he went by because he got cold instant. But Wow.
1: That's crazy. Well, so we, we told them how they could email us their drinking games. And how can they do that, Tony?
3: I think they can do that at backtalkus at gmail Awesome. So should we get into it? Should we? Should we see what
1: what the the backtalk universe has to say?
2: Yeah, oh, I'm kind go. of pumped about this. See what kind of emails and you know stuff we can feed off of. I want to hear from the viewers and the fans out there that we have. <clears throat> I don't know. Justin really does. So first one we got a couple short just
1: kind of short ones and, and, and one that's gonna kind of spur a discussion, I think.
4: Um, and if you guys aren't watching on YouTube, you're just listening to this, Tony's on tour right now. Tour yeah. so, he's taking, so you're yeah. along with us if or can be if you watch this, and not just listen, but yeah, we appreciate it. if you download the podcast where available, because that helps out a lot. So
1: Yeah, the downloads of the podcast of course are, are fantastic. But hit up the YouTube and watch it because you're gonna miss a lot if you don't watch it too. So, let's get into it. We got we got Jason. Why don't you ever review the beer you drink? I like. Cool. That.
2: Do that now.
0: That is. Do that know.
2: now. I'll review oh, okay. mine. Let's review the ones you had uh, last. The one you had last week, Andy, wasn't it? Quifon. Yeah, Quipacqua. Yeah. Didn't that be
4: a queef on your face? Wasn't that your review? <laughs> like a, it tasted like a queef on the face.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that. I love that idea. You know, if we bring in some different beers we've never had and review them, that would be kind of cool. What a great so idea. Do it.
4: Yeah. Cause I'm always bringing a different
2: brand. beer to the,
1: to the show. And, you know, always, always kicking off the show with a new beer. And, and maybe we need to start doing some beer reviews on, on some of these. Um, uh, I can't review last week's beers because that was last week, and I've slept since that, as well as sobered
4: up. So, <laughs> so start with this week then. What was it again?
0: Yeah, yeah we got. So
1: a we got Atomic Torpedo.
4: It's nice.
0: Juicy, is it spicy?
1: West. It's juicy West Coast DiPA, which is a dirty IPA. Okay. You know who makes who makes that one? What's that, what's that it mean? Is... It
4: has like uh, olive juice in it.
1: Sierra Nevada, I think it's it's hazy, so All it's right. not it's not it's not filtered, I guess. But um, Sierra Nevada Atomic Torpedo, uh, I'm not a huge IPA guy. Um, had I a had bad a I had a different juicy, uh, that juicy one I had last week, juicy IPA from Quaffon, which was called, um, I forget what it was called, was better. Is it called Middle Uh,
4: Finger? No, that was was an American Pale Ale. Oh, okay. Now, is Pale Ale different than IPA? Yeah. How much different? So,
1: a um, regular Pale Ale has a, um, almost a banana-esque. Taste to it, whereas the regular IPAs, which is the India Pale Ales, um, they're very hoppy, so they're grassy, they're they're Mm -hmm. um, whatever. Which I'm not a fan of drinking grass. Um,
4: Oh, why not? Which this one kind of is. I I thought
1: (laughs) I thought with juicy smoke it. (laughs) I thought with I thought with juicy, um, you get some fruit flavors. I really don't. It's just kind of like drinking grass. So it's all right.
0: Uh, yeah, so, so there's my beer. review on
1: the Sierra Nevada Atomic Torpedo. Um, okay. Juicy West Coast IPA. If you want to drink it and drink grass, be my guest. Wait,
4: um, in terms in terms of like sending it out to people that, that enjoy that type of beer, what would you rate it on a scale of one to five?
0: Well, if I
2: don't enjoy that type of beer, I have to rate it on a one.
4: But if, imagine if you did, or you're telling people that do yeah, like that like type if of if you beer. like
2: that type of beer, what would you rate it? Like, like give it? Is a it a drink
4: bitter drink. version or a worse version of that?
2: Like, be like a this food critic or a beer critic here. Like, this hey, one's like, pretty bitter,
1: too. Like, it's very bad. bitter. And you would think yeah. when you hear or see juicy on it, that you would think it would have a little bit more sweetness to it. It's very bitter. So honestly, I am giving this like a two. Okay.
4: You're, like eager to, you're eager to go to the next beer. Right. Um, you have a different beer next? Yeah,
1: I, yeah I, I'm eager to get this one over with so I can move on to
4: something right. different. Um, What's your next yeah. one going to be? Give us a little preview.
1: Um, we, uh, Probably a Miller Lite. Uh- <laughs> All right, well,
4: we need a full report on that one when you open it. because yeah. We're not sure about that.
1: Uh, we also have, so that was Atomic Torpedo. We have uh, also from Sierra Nevada, uh, Just Torpedo. Which is an Ooh, I've extra had IPA, okay? Um, so we'll have to, we'll have to maybe um, compare the two here a bit. But uh, yeah, thanks, Jason. Great email. Um, we'll
0: yeah, have to I, do a little bit, pretty, uh, a
1: little bit better with reviewing some beers here. And uh, if you guys get something different, I don't know what uh, Justin's drinking there or Dustin's drinking there in his Minnesota Viking cup. Um, my, some, my quick uh, thing. <laughs>
4: line and google summer shandy line Uh, and google summer shandy you know it if you love it then it's always good to have in the
1: summer very lemony good summer beer do you drink the
2: oktoberfest at all when line and google comes out with that in october do you drink their oktoberfest i like
4: even if i don't like the style of beer that line and google does every time i still like their version of the beer so you like Like the summer
2: shandy or do you like the oktoberfest better
4: all, all of them, yeah. Uh, line and Kugel's line of whatever beer they do, I would prefer their version, even though I don't like all types of beer. But yeah, I'll try a Line and Kugel, even if it says, like, Justin's least favorite type of beer underneath it. I'll be like, well, let's see what Line and Kugel has to offer in this. <laughs> you yeah, <right>. know? <laughs> I'm always willing to try a Line of Kugel, even if it says something I know I don't like, like a double IPA or something. They're like, well, let's see what they're doing with that. Because it's Line and Kugel. Let's give them a chance. Right. Excuse me. Where are they from, anyway? Anybody want to take a guess? Is this, like, a made-up, like... Nordic name and it's really from Lake San Francisco.
1: No, well well Line Kugel originally, I believe, was German. Um where it's brewed, it's probably brewed here in America for that company, but uh, the Leinenkugel family. I think they were originally yeah. German.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I think you're right.
4: It says uh Chippewa Falls, Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
2: Yeah. Made in Milwaukee. That's oh,
4: don't you know? Now, but... No, that's not even an accent. I'm sorry. What's a Milwaukee accent? I just did, like,
2: like it's a Dustin close to, cl- Kind of close to Dustin. Yeah, it's not far from me. It, they're like that. Is it really? It's not, okay. They actually say Milwaukee, Milwaukee. I think. That's what i Right. Okay. I learned that in a movie. <laughs> I learned that in a <laughs> I movie. I think you saw that <laughs> Wayne's
4: World. <laughs> I think that was in Wayne's World. That was like, yeah. Alice Cooper part.
2: The, the so Alice that's Cooper. a whole
1: other yeah. conversation Alice of how Milwaukee. you say different places. Because, right. like, how do you say... That famous um, race um, in Kentucky, where that's from. How do you say the name of that city?
2: Which, you talking about the Derby? The Derby. I say Derby. I say Derby. i are talking about
4: Derby. The city it's run in.
2: Yeah. Yeah what, city? yeah,
1: what city? I don't know. I can't say right. it for you, because then you'll know the right way to say it. What's, what's it start with? <laughs> An a L. Blank. What's it start with? L?
4: Yeah.
1: L. It's Fuck, the same thing a as a baseball bat. Baseball bats are made there. Louisville.
4: Louisville. Yeah, like a Louisville right. slugger. you're
2: talking about baseball bats, like, well, it's got to be a Louisville slugger. Louisville, Louisville slugger. Everybody says
1: Louisville. Is it, it not? Is, it is not locally pronounced Louisville it's Louisville? Louisville? no louisville oh
4: louisville louisville
1: louisville Louisville. Louisville. so you gotta sound drunk when you say it
4: (laughs) it's like judicial try to say judicial system without sounding drunk try to say brewery without sounding drunk
0: (laughs) we're going to brewery
2: (laughs) are you sure you need to sir that's a whole thing too and how towns are named or how you say town's names i mean you go into a town that's not how you say it well that's what it reads like (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, how Buck about like Montana. Switzerland, you know? Like,
2: like how Montana. about Switzerland? That's actually huh? Butte, Montana. Butte? Oh,
4: Butte, yeah. It's actually
2: Butte, Montana. It's not Butte. I just
4: know Butte because Butte's a thing. It's like a mountain, like a flat mountain, right? Or something? Oh. It's a beauty. I, know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking of a plateau. Never mind.
1: <laughs> All right. Oh, no. Next um, email. Next email from Ashley. I draw the line of oh. men that wear sunglasses indoors.
4: Oh, shit. Going after what you, Andy. What the
2: fuck is that shit? <laughs> to be honest, I think the only other one I really know would have been that bowler on PBA. Uh, Pete Weber. I always wore them <laughs> <him> indoors, but... <laughs> oh,
1: you know it. You know a streamer, too, that wears sunglasses indoors, too, Dustin.
2: Oh, yeah. There's a lot of them, actually, but...
1: So, but, but see, there, there's a reason behind my sunglasses when we're doing these broadcasts it's because my eyes are like Medusa. And if you guys are watching on the YouTube and you look into these baby blues, you're going to fall in love. So, sorry, Ashley, but that's for your own, your own help so that you don't have to go, you know, into your bedroom at night with your man thinking about me. So, um, I get it, but that's just to save you and your man. Um, just so happens to know, I know, I know, I actually know Ashley as well. And I know Ashley's man. So, um, just saving y'all the relationship, you know, so what do you guys feel about, you know, making sure that these ladies aren't dropping their panties thinking about us.
4: I just try to go on with life, even though that's happening.
0: <laughs> Tony, what
3: do you think,
4: wait, Tony, what do you think about this
1: email?
3: I don't know. I mean, yeah, it is kind of weird that you like to sit there with your sunglasses on, but hey, whatever. I mean, yeah. As you notice, I just went outside and showed you how it's really done, you know, with the Ray-Bans, so.
0: Does it right for you.
4: Do it again.
0: So, so, so literally, 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 you are sitting there.
1: Literally, you are sitting inside, technically, with your sunglasses on.
3: You are correct.
0: Yes, These I are am. Sunglasses?
3: Yes.
1: What line? So, she
4: said line. It, it's In a, case people again, didn't Well, hear
1: well we it. were talking about drawing the line somewhere, you know, <laughs> last week for wingmaning and stuff like that. And I guess she draws the line at, you know, cutting off any guys that wear... Sunglasses indoors. So I guess Tony,
2: you would be out on this too. It sounds like her line's really short.
0: <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> so Ashley's
4: So Ashley's approached by her, her friend. Her friend wants to go bang some hot surfer looking dude, right? And then she says, Ashley, I need you to come back with me because he has a friend and then she looks over and her friend is Andy. He's wearing sunglasses indoors. And that's when she says, You're my best can't friend, but I can't do that. I can't do that.
1: can't do that. Right. He's got the sunglasses. He's wearing right. sunglasses indoors. Or I mean, Tony. Or Tony. If, if she were to realize Tony was wearing his sunglasses inside, he'd be cut off too. Well, no,
3: I guess so. But they wouldn't
4: be sunglasses inside because... Yeah, they're nearly not they
1: sunglasses be. right now.
2: But
3: they're he
1: only doesn't have to when actually... Ch- he doesn't actually put... if. So Tony, take off your
2: sunglasses. They're off. He's inside. He just they're took off, off yeah. his sunglasses. <laughs> Yeah, but now he can't see us, <laughs> and that might be bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Ashley, um, I'm, su- I'm sorry you, you, you yeah. feel that way about the sunglasses at night. but It's never going to work uh, out
4: with you two. Just, yeah. uh, Thanks
1: for the email. We appreciate you. hope you're enjoying the show. Uh, let us know what you think about drinking games, and um, maybe you'd like to see Tony get drunk. Uh, let's see. I want to see Next. all yous
4: get drunk. <laughs>
1: Next email. Drunker than usual. <laughs> uh from Julie. And I don't know why this is all everybody's shooting at me. Like I'm confused. Confused is why I'm getting I'm all getting shot at here. And but Cause you're the man. I guess. Yeah, you
4: know, dude, you're like or? the You basically run things. You know, they can see it. You know, maybe, haters, you know.
2: haters will hate, I guess. I don't I don't know. <laughs> maybe some of these are from your old uh, church days. Oh, baby. God, I don't know if we can bring You're a drummer.
1: <laughs> you know, now that you bring up the church days, I, and now I have to read this email from Julie. <laughs> um, <laughs> why in every show does Andy have to talk about his chirp, church camp conquest? <laughs> Sorry, Julie. I brought it up. My
3: bad this time. <laughs> it would have came up eventually. Don't or, worry. At some would've. point. I, I mean,
0: Well, at least sorry. since you
4: preempted it, at least since you preempted it, Dustin, she, she's aware that we're aware. You know? So
1: that's the thing. So, Julie, you, know, you got to let us know if it, it's okay to talk about it since I didn't bring it up and Dustin did.
4: <laughs> yeah, we're okay with him talking about it. But if you're not okay with it, that's really the more constructive comment.
2: That's where we draw the line.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. If, if you know, um...
1: I, I I don't know why I ha- I, it. I think they're fun fun stories. For one, I think personally, I think they're fun stories. Uh, something me and Justin have in common. Yeah, for a lot of you guys don't know. I mean, Justin and I were out of touch for years. <coughs> probably close and it to took COVID. What, probably close to twenty years we were out of touch until we we kind of hooked back up. And yeah, you do the kind of brought us together. You do the
4: proverbial, you do the proverbial like friend request people you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, on Facebook. And then you just kind (laughs) of sit there in the ether, you know, until like you're reminded of one another. That's weird about Facebook, you know, their whole algorithm thing. So that became you and I with with the COVID thing and me going live. So yeah, it's a fun thing to uh, to talk about because there's a lot of stuff that I saw through uh, different experienced eyes than Andy did. And for us to like converge, Like, even though we didn't hang out constantly on these things, like, it's like we had different experiences at the same place. So,
2: Well, you bring up an interesting thing there, though, like with the whole COVID thing. How many people reconnected with friends that they didn't reconnect with for years, and then COVID happened. It's like, hey, what's this person up to? You know, they were stuck indoors, couldn't do anything. You know, it'd be kind of interesting, you know, listening to stories about people hooking up back up with friends that they never seen. Yeah, anybody else, like... Because of COVID. Yeah, that's a good email.
1: Somebody because of of COVID, let us know that, too, because... Um, Tony didn't. He, you could read his sign. He didn't do anything. Um, I, th- I
2: think, I think Tony lost connection with the hair.
3: Yeah. I was <laughs> at work every single day. So, you know, I couldn't talk to anybody. I was just had to yeah, go I work. worked
2: every day during it too, so. You know, you're supposed to stay
3: home and people want to come in and buy paint and go, you know, paint their fucking house all day, so.
0: True.
1: Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. Like, so they keep the, the talking about that for a second. You keep your, um. Uh, Essential services were open during COVID, which apparently Home Depot is an essential service. Um,
2: we got to keep your home up
1: to date. <laughs> but people come in and buy the weirdest shit and do projects they never thought they would ever do because, but now they're home. Yep. Like this is I don't, under, I don't understand the pandemic thought line or thought process there, right? Like it's you should have been shut down to sell only essential items generators, plumbing supplies. Um you didn't have to buy you know, sell lumber to build the shed out back that you've always wanted for the last five years. Like, you know, I, I don't know. That's just my thought like, my thought on that.
2: I like your thought on that, but I think a lot of it was people actually had the time to do this stuff that they've always wanted to do. And, you know, I mean I don't know how people had the money and all that. But you know, I mean if you were not working, I mean you got your unemployment and whatever you got. But I mean it, We did more stuff around because Janelle worked from home and she did more stuff here. So she actually did more around the house. But the place I work, we started actually making hospital gowns for the essential workers out there so we could stay open. And I thank my company every day for that, I wanted to keep working. I didn't want to sit at home. I got a nice little card saying if I ever got pulled over, I just had to give them that to prove that I could be out and about. And I'm like, this is interesting. Hopefully I don't get pulled over. But there was nobody (laughs) on the roads. It was awesome. (laughs) Now you meet cars every day. But, I mean, no, I mean... It's, it's it. was a whole different world back when COVID hit and all that, and everybody's slowly getting back into normal. I think.
1: Well, yeah. So th- yeah, let us know. Did you you reconnect with somebody during during uh, COVID? Let let us know that. Justin, how
2: they do that? Did you say Dustin or Justin? This is confusing.
1: Justin. <laughs> but,
4: yeah. Backtalk us at Gmail. B A C C backtalkus at gmail.com tell uh, me other... about uh, drink a game too because I want to hear some new ones
2: me too, you I need to learn some of these for the summer
1: we got one more uh, <laughs> short email and then, then we got the big one um, this is from our uh, number one fan Brad Hunt what's up fellas, always love the podcast keep up the great work, hopefully one of these times maybe I can get on an episode
4: Does he have a drinking game? Yeah, maybe. does he have a
2: drinking game?
1: Brad, if you have a drinking game, let us know because maybe that's your maybe that's your key
2: to...
4: That's your golden oh. ticket.
2: Yeah. yeah we'll get, get you it. on the show at some point. We just got to get you a good topic to talk about. Drinking game sounds like a good thing.
4: Yeah,
1: that's right. Well, he's getting you, married
2: here coming up.
1: Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you, Brad. Thanks for chiming in. Hey, Brad. Uh, as always, thanks hey, for...
4: Congrats uh, on the getting married soon
1: yeah man all right this next one um it comes with a disclaimer and there is a lot to digest here so i will read the entire email and then we can break it down um the disclaimer the names of the people in this email have been changed in order to conceal any identities that do not want to be displayed publicly you can call me Amy. So this is from Amy. 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 Apparently Amy. Hey, Andy, Tony, Justin, Dustin. With a question mark. I don't know if she was questioning Dustin's name or not. Um, yeah. If I got your names right. I enjoy your podcast very much and came across it from a friend who had shared it on her Facebook. Assuming she knows one of you. I don't know, mm. I don't know. Uh, her identity is not important anyway. After you, <laughs> se- after you said your email address about 16 times and counting.
3: <laughs> End of the show.
1: You <laughs> counted
3: on like- I mean, good job of that. <laughs> 16
1: times and counting. I decided to email you and let you know, and this is in caps, as a female, when taking one for the team has become crossing the line. First, when talking about females versus male situations, the female situation will always be different. We must keep that in mind. Number one, what is in it for me? You would be surprised how much monetary gains are offered to females in 2022 for the dumbest of shit. Number two, who are we helping? Who is benefiting from our good, in quotes, deed? A friend, close friend, siblings, co-worker? Number three, we also have to keep in mind any reputational damage, this, quote, deed, may do to us for example i have a friend let's call him bill personally asked me to be the dancer for a bachelor party his best friend from high school was getting married i was about 28 years old five girls were going to do it but to save bill hosting the bachelor party money Uh, He narrowed it down to only one of us. Yes, I took one for the team and said I would do it. Given the pay was $300, a close friend asked me to do it, meaning I could trust the situation, and it was in a public bar. Bury the hatchet where I learned that axe throwing is a sport and a real thing. Keeping all of these in mind, I figured how bad how bad could it be? Plus I trusted Bill and knew he wouldn't put me in any situations that would make me cringe. Though I had no experience whatsoever as a stripper, dancer, etc., at least the groom was a good-looking dude. As soon as Bill and his mates began their role play, their their role playing or whatever, it was they were going to introduce me, the quote, stripper, to everyone in the bar immediately. Everyone in the bar immediately looked over, and obviously the attention was on me. In front of, I mean, about 50 or 60 strangers, most of them not even at the bachelor party. And to think he was expecting me to strip down to a G string, there was no private room. My boss could have been in that bar. My mom could have been in that bar. Though she doesn't go out. Sounds like Tony. It it was a show for the entire city. It was in a place so public that people were taking out their phones and probably going live on Facebook. I actually couldn't force myself to remove any items of clothing and left. I legit flew out the back door of the building, not caring that I was dressed like a hooker. I felt bad for Bill, who counted on me to do it. But at the same time, he understood. We are still just as good friends to this day. In that example, taking one for the team had nothing to do with an individual or person, personal taste in a man, but it had to do with self-esteem and the damage and humiliation of someone's reputation. For me, that was crossing the line. Also, I am an identical twin. We get asked a lot of dumb, identical twin questions. Do you guys ever switch classes? Do you guys ever trick boyfriends? No. We save our identical faces for more important stuff like drug tests and suspended licenses, if you must know. Anyway, I'll never forget being 19 years old and partying down the shore with my boyfriend at... at My boyfriend at the time and my twin sister and her boyfriend at the time. No one else. Just the four of us. Being 100% not sober was also fun at the the point in the night. And at the point in the night, my sister grabs me and says, Sis, I can't give Steve, her boyfriend at the time, a blowjob right now. Please, can you please do it? He is so drunk, he won't even know that it's you. Keep in mind that just because we look alike, Steve could tell us apart. Given his level of intoxication, he definitely would have just accepted the blowjob from me or he would have thought it was my sister. Either way, that was crossing the line due to so many factors that I didn't even, that don't even need mentioning. My boyfriend would get mad if he found out. Steve would probably have gotten mad My my sister, when sober, would have never let me hear the end of it, etc. I literally never, and she never asked again. Those are two examples of when taking one for the team needs to be thought out before acted on. P.S. This is a big P.S. P.S. If Justin Taylor is going on a tit signing spree, I have a nice rack with his name on it. No pun intended.
2: Yep. A lot oh, that's, <laughs> that's a pretty lot good
4: one. There is
2: a lot to digest. There's a lot to digest
1: there. Um, thank you, Amy, for uh, the email. Um, fantastic email, fantastic stories. Thank you for sharing. Um, and this is really going to spur on a conversation um, because... Uh, my initial thought uh, when reading this email, um, and I did not shared this email with you guys at all. Um, this is your first time hearing it. My initial thought, you can tell me yours, was, wow, she's right. Because when we were talking as guys about taking one for the team, it wasn't taking one for the team in any aspect of doing anything other than basically okay. hooking up and having sex with some other girl so that your buddy could have friend, have fun with her friend, right? Uh, that was the definition. I was thinking about the definition that I was um, always thought to have known about it, but... Uh, she brings up some different points. Taking one for the team is basically doing a favor, I guess, in, in this aspect of something that maybe you might not do normally, uh, but doing a, a favor for a friend. What are you guys' thoughts?
2: Mind-blowing. I mean, it didn't, you know, we didn't know <laughs> we are thinking that way. I mean, but like she said in the email, you know, I mean, you know, it's different for girls and guys and they, how they look at it. But we didn't look at it that way like you were saying, Andy. You know, we were – talking about taking one for a friend or whatever but you know I mean in the part with her um the stripping part you know I respect her by not doing it in a way because you know if I'll put it this way if I asked a friend to do that for a bachelor party it would be it probably be in somebody's garage not a public place i I would have more not say it bad about what Bill Bill. I'm uh, not, not a bad about Bill here, but I think I would have more respect for my friend that's willing to do this to do it more in a private place and to let those friends enjoy it and all that you know I don't know it's I did think about it that way and you know us guys we don't but girls think about it that way I mean girls have a they're wired different up here and sort of yeah we just about. think with
1: we don't always think with the head with
2: the brain in it right no. <laughs>
0: Sometimes the third will
2: just takes over. That's
0: right.
2: Uh, but no, I res- i mean, listening to her stories and the two stories she shared, I mean, that the stripper one really got to me because you know I never really thought about it that way. With that, you know, I mean, like, yeah, never really thought about it that way. It's interesting when you think about it. I mean, but like I said, I would have more. But she's respect. right.
1: What if like her boss was there?
2: Right. You know. I mean. I guess I would look at it the same. I mean, I'm gonna go to Justin here. I mean, what if? What if you had a, a girlfriend, a friend that's a girl getting married and her friend or her friend was getting married and asked you to strip for her? Would you be it would you be comfortable doing that in a public bar thinking that you're anybody that you knew could have been there that could have or any of you. I mean, I shouldn't put Justin on the spot, but Justin's the one that wants to sign titties, so <laughs> I mean but I mean it's an interesting thought when you start thinking about it, you know, are would you be comfortable doing it for a friend that way? You know, where's that where where's our lines crossing for a friend like that or a coworker, whatever whatever they are to you? I mean I'm kinda interested in what you guys think. I mean, I don't think I could do it in a public place. Private place, I might do it for a friend, you know, have some fun, you know, if I could trust that person. You know, not But not knowing who's going to be there might be a different thing. You know, you see somebody there that, you know, it might might turn it off a little bit. But I guess, Justin, what's your thoughts on like that? Where would you draw your line with that kind of stuff with what she was talking about there?
4: Closest I come to that and I was much younger. um, I I don't live in a world where people are going to ask me to strip. Like, it's just not my personality. Like, I don't know those people. I'm also a guy, so I don't know if, like, you said, like, the other walk of life is, like, girls that happen to be, like, so- like hot or somewhat hot or, like, hey, will you strip for us? And, like, they'll consider it. But, like, me, closest I come to that is I was at a party one time and somebody was like, so one of us has to take our clothes off and walk into the other kitchen, and walk into the kitchen and get a beer out of the fridge. And, um, because, like, there was this loud-ass conversation and it's mostly mostly political or something. It was just annoying everybody. Somebody's like, go, go make that situation offbeat, you know? And, um, So I ended up doing it. I took everything off except the sock, and I wasn't wearing the sock on my foot. And I went in, and um, the girl who was the most annoying, I just remember, like, slapping my ass when I kind of went past her to the fridge. But after I left the room, like, everybody was laughing, and they didn't go back to the conversation. It's not a take one for the team story, but, I mean, that's the closest I've come to, like, being, like, naked around anybody but, like, you know behind closed but, doors and showers. But you also shower, did that sorry. as you a know,
1: surprise, right? You did that as a su- surprise. Here at this bar, they're announcing yeah. a stripper. Well,
4: they're announcing it. And, well, and like, be- she's right,
1: saying, you know, hey, people are pulling out their phones, Facebook Live, here we come, you know what I mean? Yeah. right. Well, Men
4: being naked men being naked is different it. than women being naked. There's less, there's less obje- objectification with a man being naked, especially in my situation. I wasn't going in there like I was Adonis. I was going in there like I'm like a goofy naked dude you know? And that's usually what it is. We just end up being goofy naked dudes, you know? Unless we look like, like, unless we're at Channing Tatum movies. So, like, I think, like, women, like, no women, no, like, she's not stripping because it's like, hey, look, it's funny that she's naked. It's, like, never gonna be that way for women, you know? It's just gonna be, like, oh, sexified and all that stuff, you know? Like, guys, like, it was better. Like, nobody's gonna be, like, looking at my dick or anything or trying to see my ass or, like, giving me, like, yeah, I'm turned on. Like, it's just, like, fucking silly naked dude. (laughs) You know? So, like, I don't know. It's just what it is.
2: You were saying that you That's really didn't what, take one for a team but in a in for the team but technically you did otherwise nobody would have got a fresh beer i mean it's well, yeah. <laughs> well,
4: the beer the beer was like i had to go in there and nonchalantly do something without like yeah. without just going in there and be like hey i'm naked like it's much funnier if you go in there like you're getting a beer and you just happen to be naked that was like the whole point of getting the beer oh and i didn't have beer at that party i was poor at that time i didn't bring my own beer to the party i probably drank the two i had the guy said, I'm willing to give up my beer if you go take it out of the fridge naked. I think that was part of it. So I was like, I got like two or three more beers out of that. <laughs> That's what I remember. So I did it for three beers, maybe. Um, no, you know.
1: Not, see, this At was twenty-two hundred dollars and she left, right? Like, yeah. you, you got naked for three beers.
4: Yeah, well. Um, it's different to be naked as a guy because, like, you just get a laugh. A girl's, like, you know, objectified and, like, Everybody's catcalling and making you feel like a you know a fucking animal. You know what I mean? So it's a little bit different. Like you know, aside from the slap in the ass, like I wasn't like objectified. It was just like go put your clothes on, weird naked dude. You know. <laughs> you know. But Women yeah. are just like, and, and you know, well, the whole stripper thing is like, you know, like other stuff goes on in certain stripping situations. You know, like there's always like, you know, there's always like, if you go back here, if there is a room, like if you go back here, there, that person might do more. You know. So that whole sliding scale is like careful because it's like then somebody might want to do something with you. It's like, how much will that cost? You know, it's not going to happen with me going into the, into the fridge to get a beer with my ass hanging out, you know.
1: So, so this was, this is interesting because again, we as guys, I think we're just wired that they taking one for the team. is just, you know, hitting
2: a hole because, you know, you're helping a friend. Um, mm mm-hmm. Tony, what was your thought on the email? We did get your thoughts.
3: Um. Well, yeah, I mean, this, first off, it's stupid for the guy to even ask her, knowing that it's going to be in a public place like that. Like, come on. If you're going to a bachelor party and you're going to a bar, you don't ask your girl to come and be a fucking stripper because you know there's going to be other people there. So, I mean, if you want to see something like that, just go to a strip club. You got your plenty of choice of women that you can, you know, put singles in and stuff like that. It's just... It's well, that's murders. the thing.
1: That's the thing. Like, if they were going to go somewhere to a bar or something and have a stripper, right, instead of in a public setting or a private setting where you would get a... Um, Whatever. A stripper. I was about to ask your your wife to strip and see what she said, but uh... we, we can ask her if she comes back. She's giving me
2: another mix. I can ask her that if she comes back. We'll see what we'll see what kind of conversation we get out of that. But if you're gonna have <laughs> a stripper, said, oh boy. So
1: my biggest question is, if you're gonna have a stripper, and go out or, or bring a stripper in, why wouldn't you do it in a private setting? If yeah. you're going to go out to a public setting, why, why didn't you just go to the strip club? Because $300 to pay a stripper, whereas you all could have paid like a $10 cover charge and seen all the strippers you wanted to.
2: You know, with what you're saying there, Andy, you know, like go to a strip club, You I mean, they could have been in a different area that probably didn't have any in a close proximity. I mean, like for me, it's hour and a half drive one way or two hours the other way to go to one. So, so you know, maybe the they thing. maybe they didn't have that sober driver and they just wanted to make it.
1: Understand? I understand what you were saying. However, however, I'm gonna rebut that because,
2: hey, Janelle, um, here we got three hundred dollars. Here, I, I'll give her the headset for a second. You can ask her. <laughs> Let's do it. So,
1: so we we have we have three hundred dollars. Would you be willing to strip for the pro, for the podcast?
3: Like live?
1: Like right oh,
3: now? Y- yeah. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you learn
2: what you learn about the podcast when you watch it, and then you can tell us next week what you feel
1: yeah 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 so yeah that, the context contact that's the question we're, we're gonna raise 300 dollars to have you strip on the podcast but... yeah, what not what not would live. the what would the number what would the number be
2: 301
3: oh. 301 that's the number
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's bad i can't hear nothing right now I'm andy
3: wants to know what the number would be
2: that's your decision not mine Oh god, I have no idea. I'm not
4: vain, I man. would think if you're, I would think if you're not a stripper, like this person has to be. This person has to be easily talked think into it if she's. It and if send she's... us an
2: email. How about that? Doing again? Yeah. What's that? She can think about it and send us an email for next week or come back. That's right,
1: Janelle. You can ba- <laughs> you you can email us at backtalkus at gmail and let us know what that number That's is, boy. We'll, we'll talk about it then but uh, thanks I'll Janelle, for, for, for being a sport here um, but Will yeah it, it just it <laughs> let us know um it's just interesting but so there there's some things and, and this is what I'm going to rebut on on Dustin's um, statement saying there might be uh some uh that maybe not a strip club
0: There was some
1: wording, and we talked about John last week, right? Now,
2: John was a local word. There was
1: some wording in this email that gave me a clue as to where this girl lives.
2: Yeah, me a Um, little bit, too. Yeah.
1: So I'm going to say that, uh, first of all, the shore. The shore was the key for me. (laughs) There's only one place that really says the shore instead of the The beach. The shore so uh that there, there's strip clubs available to to go to
2: um, on the shore
1: or or in in the state that they call the shore um yeah. and, and plenty plenty of them so um that
4: was the jersey girl is what you're saying
1: did you ever get date a twin and get really really fucking drunk and her sister may have given you a blowjob no. Not Dustin has! Dustin has! <laughs> Can this be your official first tit signing?
4: I probably wouldn't sign tits. It's more, more or less fun for the conversation. But, like, uh, I did just recently see something on YouTube that came up. I don't know if it heard heard us talking about it, my phone. Oh, well, more likely. But, like, there's a, there's a YouTube suggestion where... Um, you ever seen The Evil Dead? Do you know Bruce Campbell? Yeah. Probably not.
0: Well, anyway, there's to a to. clip
4: where there's a there's a clip where Bruce Campbell, the actor, is on Conan, and I guess within the clip, he's he's talking about how he signed tits. So I thought that was weird that that came up. Said Bruce Campbell teaches you the perfect way to sign chests or whatever. I was like, that's weird.
1: So you're not you're going no go to go into the tit booth. signing business?
4: Nah, I, guess, I don't think. No, like guess, the email said, what's in it? What's in it for me? You know. You get to I guess in, tits.
2: I guess in my thought process on it, I mean, Amy, we don't know if you're dating, married, or whatever. I don't know. It's her way of coming to meet Reaching you. Reaching out to Justin. Reaching That's out it. to yeah. Justin, like we've asked. You know, I mean, maybe all. she
3: should just show up to you know Jalapenos one night when you're sitting there doing your gig and just
2: whip out a tit and say, "Justin, signed hey, it." Yeah, that would be interesting <laughs> if that happens. We need a video of this. Yeah, Pixar didn't happen. Well, well, Amy, if, Amy if, yeah. if you go do this you have like a GoPro or something on so we can see this and send it to us
4: well no she's gonna get there she's gonna get there expecting to only expose herself to a few people and it's gonna be a whole bar full of people so it's gonna be like a reprieve of like the last you time she went around the back door over.
3: well maybe,
0: you, maybe
1: you guys maybe you can then just um, you know go out the back door and sign her tits I don't know
2: yeah. maybe she'll meet you in her dressing room V.I.P. V.I.P. Is there, you got V.I.P. Yeah. at the places you play? No. Backstage passes, I guess, is what you should call
0: them?
4: <laughs> no, if, if you get naked in this place, like, everybody's seeing it, and probably not the best people either.
1: <laughs> so, we'll just, uh... That's, so, a, that's so in if Gloucester, that Gloucester, another Gloucester another City, New Jersey. If, yeah. if Amy wants to show up at Jalapenos in Gloucester City, New Jersey, and ask uh, Justin to step outside, decide it's it, just make sure you have a camera ready.
4: Yeah. Man, I just always happen. expect the tits sign, and, like, the nipples are now. It's just, like, the upper part of the chest where, like, my microphone is, you know? are not actually, like, you don't have to expose yourself, you know? Just the chest. No, like I'm the thinking chest if
1: I'm signing, but, hey, if I'm signing tits, you're showing the tits. That's kind of the way that
4: goes. Oh, gotcha. Got well, if it happens yeah. to go too far down and you see, like, a bit. You know, I have that's a, kind a pretty of
2: long last name, so I have a feeling my first name is going to be on the one. Last name's going to be, like, a. Look at half of the jerseys you look at in the MLB or the or the NBA when they got <laughs> a big, long name. <laughs> it's going to be an arc over, I'm going to make a St. Louis signing.
1: <laughs> you might have to go downwards
2: instead of across. Yeah. Right.
0: And who knows depends, where you went. Depends,
2: depends. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do this hor- or vertically, not horizontally?
1: Yeah, you're not doing <laughs> tit signing, you're doing lip signing at that point.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now hey, Tony's got his sunglasses on now.
4: yeah kind of yeah, ish Yeah.
1: Actually, they're not on. Oh, they, they all really, are on. But they don't they look like tinted. Yet. They went in it. They went in it a little bit. There it is. See, he's got his sunglasses on
2: and if he walks inside, if he walks in he will Aren't have Are they his supposed sunglasses to be tinted more with inside. more sun? But He's, they could still see his eyes. You know, they are not like Medusa, like you. And every girl falls in love with you when you take your shades off.
1: Can't see the baby blues.
0: <laughs> <sighs> uh, uh, Amy, that's, that's so, an awesome
2: email. You're giving us a lot to think about. And we thank you for it, for sure. Yeah, be a lot of conversation.
1: Kind of. So thank you, Amy. Um, I don't know Amy, but uh...
2: we could we might might get some rebuttals out of her emails. Maybe we'll hear some other stories of something. You know, we want to hear more stories of uh, the female side of this spectrum. That or we maybe Amy wants to
1: come on the podcast
2: and tell us some stories. How about that? Yeah, if she's more on welcome. She's more than welcome to. We do love emails. <laughs> yes, or we. a video email, maybe. Maybe a video
1: email. <laughs> Video email
4: or it didn't happen.
1: So there we go, guys. Those are the emails for the week. Uh, Who's getting a t-shirt? Who's getting a t-shirt? That's the big question. You
2: know, in my eyes, I liked, uh, what what was the first one? Jordan? No, what was his name? Jason, right? Yeah. I like his email with, uh, you know, analyzing the beer we drank. I like that. You know, Brad, you're... You're Brad. We love you. You already got a free T-shirt. I don't think like, you deserve one. Um, what was the second email? Who was that from?
0: Ashley. What was that about? Ashley.
2: yeah. Sunglasses. Yeah, the sunglasses. sunglasses. <laughs> Yo, know, I mean, that one. That one got to me because I kind of wear my sunglasses inside every now and then. But I gotta go with Amy here. I mean, she brought up a lot of interesting <laughs> conversations for us to talk about. Just because, um, you know, she gave us the female side of, uh, you know taking one for the team or crossing the line. And I I mean, I think I'm speaking for everybody else here, but I want to hear from everybody else. But you know, she gave us something to talk about or think about like, you know, what was it like back in the day when we thought we were taking a team or what, what was going on on the other side of the spectrum with the females like, hey, I need you to take one for the team for this. But you know, they were thinking different here. You know, I kind of like that. I want to hear more from females on this. I do.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's amazing that the majority of our emails actually came from females, Um, kind of wasn't expecting that. So thank you, ladies, for chiming in. You men are sitting at home playing spank bank. Maybe it's Um, the tits up. Maybe it's tits tits up. Maybe it's tits up. And uh, that's the other thing I want to tell everybody. Get that thing spread around every time you're out somewhere and you're cheersing somebody. Tits up. No cheers. Tits up. Let's get the tits up spread around. Justin, what do you think on uh t-shirt for the email?
4: Uh obviously, uh just for the sake of how long it took to make the email, um Amy Amy should win the t-shirt. Yeah. Be a good thing to strip out of.
0: Yeah, good <laughs> shirt to strip out. Of. Yeah, yeah, there you go.
2: You got your t-shirt to strip out of.
3: <laughs> Tony. I'm going to have to agree with everybody else. She did put a lot of thought into it, so And she did hit us up, and, you know, I would have to agree. It's going to have to be her. Amy, I really know who she is. She is Batman. Batman. Oh, fuck that
0: shit. Batwoman. The the Batman? Uh, Catwoman.
1: Catwoman. Oh, my God. So, uh, anyway, my vote doesn't matter. We got three on Amy. Uh, I would have gone with Amy as well. Uh, Amy, will be reaching out to you. Thank you for your email. Thank you for supporting us. Make sure you're out there sharing this to everybody else uh amy found this from uh share from another friend so uh make sure you guys are out there sharing the podcast get your friends involved so you guys got something to talk about the water cooler or at the bar or maybe at strip club i don't know we we don't know where you're going um so anyway uh dustin what else you got going on this week i know you had some thoughts up in that head this week uh what's going on
2: I think the first thing I gotta bring up, with me personally, would be Memorial Day and what it all means to us. And, I mean, I wanna learn, you know, I mean, this is for the fallen <laughs> soldiers that have protected us over the years and the centuries and, you know, the lifetime of everybody. You know, I mean, what does Memorial Day mean to you, you guys? I mean, to me personally, I'm, you know, it's, it's the veterans and everybody that have served us. You know, I, have, I got a lot of friends, family, we got a friend that's over in uh, Japan right now serving um, in the Navy. My cousin served in Iraq. Um, we got so many family members and friends that it's hard to name them all. But um, my wife's grandpa actually served in World War II and her Uncle Jack served in the military as well. And we thank them every day for their service. So I guess that's what I want to talk about first is, you know, what does Memorial Day mean to you guys? Besides yeah, the kickoff to summer.
4: Justin, what do you think? Uh, it's, a, it's an amazing time because uh, everybody I hang out with makes sure that um, there's, you know, commemoration. It's, it was never really um, about like washer dryer sales. Uh, it was always my grandfather when he was alive, constantly telling stories about being on a warship. And, um, you know, my uncle went to Vietnam. My other grandfather was almost like a mash, you know, like he had that job. If you watch that show like the uh people in the tents that are like medics and stuff i'm pretty sure um i wish i knew more every year i just think like uh it's just important to remember and to educate yourself because i know it's not something you want to get into when you're younger but as i become older it's just i don't know i really get into war stuff around this time so that's my lot in it and i thank everybody for their service
2: did you um, have anybody was... that served
4: i have friends like uh Yeah, uh, my friend Mark, my friend Chris, and um, my friend Josh, uh, Navy, um, Air Force, and Marines. I'm pretty sure they're all still in. I know Chris is. Chris, we went to church with Andy. Yep. So he's like a lifer. So um, yeah, just thanks to them for their sacrifice and how they, you know, have to have a life around that while we all get to, you know, bask in the glory of what they helped us enjoy. So thank you. Day.
2: How about you? how about you Tony um,
3: well I don't really I don't have any family that I've ever served so but I do work with a lot of people that have served you know men and women at you know where I work at so yeah just thank you to all them for doing what they do every day and what they have done in the past so and everybody out there now that's still out there serving so yeah it's just I mean a lot of people It seems like they're trying to forget about what this weekend really meant you know, just like where I'm working, everybody's coming in to buy sales and, you know, get good deals. But it's more of just, yeah, make sure you thank somebody that's actually served our country. So if you haven't served, you know, make sure you thank somebody that has. Just, a little, you know, so they know you're appreciative of them and everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, it might change our life. And you say something to them, just like, you know, Dean, you know, we had Dean on here a couple of weeks. He served. We listened to his story, you know, maybe even take some time. Just listen to somebody and see what they got to say, Andy. So Memorial Day, uh, I think
1: sometimes it gets a little little confused between Memorial Day, Veterans Day. Um, yeah I I never ever ever say Happy Memorial Day. Um, it is not a holiday that is set to be happy. It is a holiday to remember. And it's not to remember those that who have served and are with us at our jobs, in our lives, in our whatever. Uh, it's, it's to remember the ones that gave the ultimate sacrifice uh, to us um, so that we could have the freedoms that we have, right? And um, it, it's to remember those the, the fallen soldiers. Um, so it, it's not a happy, um, I think the biggest misconception, or biggest mistake people can make is saying something like happy Memorial Day to a veteran or somebody in the service. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, they'll, they'll thank you or whatever for, for saying it, but, uh, deep down inside, it's not, uh, you know, it's, it's their brothers and sisters that, that, that have, yeah. have lost their lives, right? So, um, how it became a barbecue holiday and, and selling Washington dryers, I don't, I, I don't really know. Other than being the kickoff to summer, all the pools start opening, um, things of that sort. But, um, you, you know, Veterans Day is the day that I thank, you know, the servicemen and women that I know um, or run into. And, and, um, that, that's Veterans Day, but uh, no. Memorial Day is, is something a little different. And I, I do have some, some family members. Uh, my father was uh, in the service um in the coast guard um my brother-in-law is a in the marines he went to the naval academy is in the marines um so uh shout out shout out to those guys but uh you know today's to remember you know the, the, the
0: servicemen Polish. and women
1: at that you know that that fought in the wars you know world war ii and vietnam and world war one um the servicemen and women lost their lives at pearl harbor um you know yeah. things of that sort if you i know we it is a military holiday and remember the the fallen and the um but you know also the 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 first responders and stuff that like lost their lives on nine eleven, um yeah. so that, that that's memorial day in a nutshell to me I, I don't ever it's not a big celebration for me
2: yeah it's it's a remembrance day for me, obviously. I mean, I've, I don't know anybody personally that have, I've lost that I know personally that has, uh, you know, died over in a conflict. But, you know, it's always just remembering those. You know, they had their brothers and sisters, like you alluded to, Andy. I mean, that they lost. They didn't get to see these guys ever, men or women, ever again. And, you know, they paid that ultimate sacrifice. And we thank you guys. And, you know, it actually started out after the Civil War as Decoration Day. I mean, I learned that on Sirius XM today as I was driving around trying to go find some trees to hook to clean up. I knew it before, but triggered in my head that, you know, it started out as Decoration Day and it turned into Memorial Day. I mean, I guess there's before we move on in the next topic with that is, you know, I think we just pay everybody that paid that sacrifice a moment of silence if you guys are all good with that. Everyone for the service, we greatly appreciate you, everybody that had the sacrifice. Anybody that has any family members, we're thinking about you on this day. We, we always will here here at Back Talk, and thanks everybody for their service.
1: Yeah, we'll always support the military here at Back Talk. Uh, yes, you know you guys are the reason we get to do this. Um, I want to give a right. shout out though to to a uh, serviceman that uh, a couple of us know, um, Andrew Biznet. Um, is in the, I believe it's the National Guard in Vermont, um, had a, uh, opportunity today at a Memorial Day service in Vermont, um, uh, to play taps, uh, did a wonderful job at doing so. Um, and so shout out to him. Uh, really cool to see that. Like I've never actually seen it from a actual military person maybe on a maybe on a movie or something like that but never actually saw it so thanks for posting that video and and letting us see that i think it was really cool um if i get a chance and he gives me the permission to do so i will take his video and uh, we'll share that out here on the youtube as well um or maybe cut it into this this video as well so um very cool appreciate that uh andrew um but yeah, that's that's what that's what we got today. And, um, we remember everybody. I did take that. the weekend, though. I did take the weekend. It, it's not. I don't do it today. I don't go outside, and, you know, cook on the grill and stuff like that on, on Memorial right. Day. But I did, did take the weekend to do so. <laughs>
2: well, I think I think I think a lot of people did, and that's in remembrance, you know, to most people. I mean, I guess you know that goes into the next topic. You know, Andy, you brought the good segue in there. You know. What do y'all all What do you guys all like to grill? What's your favorite thing to grill? Smoke, whatever. You know, like you know, what kind of barbecue you guys like to make? You know, everybody calls it barbecue up here anyway, and you're just Good making Lord, hamburgers. Good I mean, hot this dog. is barbecue but season.
1: <laughs> it yeah. is. And don't forget, coming soon, back barbecue sauce your meat. Yeah. You'll be able to sauce your meat. You'll be able to rub your meat you'll be able to spice your meat all with back barbecue uh man you know uh, dustin at least knows i think tony knows a little bit maybe justin not as much uh i am the barbecue pit master of southern indiana at least in my opinion but uh you know i I, bet it don't matter i put everything in there yesterday we put two two pork loins in the smoker we put hot dogs and spicy sausages and hamburgers on the grill and some Asian chicken. The other day we did um, uh, salmon and shrimp on the grill. Uh, shrimp on a bar bay. Oh, my goodness. That was some fantastic shit. And, and we look for, we like Old Bay shrimp, right? You know, that's our that's right. deal. But but uh, we didn't have no Old Bay, so we put some Cajun seasoning on there. And boy, boom. Boom, we're saying that's Just just popping. Um I think Tony probably grills, I don't know, McDonald's hamburgers. But what do you got, Tony?
3: Yeah, what, what do you like to grill, Tony? I'm just pretty basic. You know, I don't have a famous smoker like Mr. Andy does. Do you, you ever get your new one put together? Yeah, I forgot to ask about yeah, that. Too, so, yeah, <laughs> funny so. Funny story, funny story with
0: that one. <laughs> funny story
3: to the people who don't know. Um,
1: uh, we were at Daytona 500 uh, for our birthdays, me and the wife and uh, she didn't, I didn't know this, but uh, Pit Boss, uh, those big time smokers, had a uh, booth set up at Daytona, and I ran into a buddy and was talking to him, and while I was talking to him, she wandered off the booth and bought me a, the smoker I've always wanted. I mean, we're talking a big electric smoker, um, Pit Boss Sportsman Series. Um, bought it for me as my birthday present. Uh thing came in, we put it together, and it is in to fuck. Can't close the door. Uh, you know, it was it was garbage after we got it together. So get it together. Um, try calling uh uh Pit Boss Customer Service. They basically tell us go fuck a pound sand. Um too fuck bad for your luck. So we uh I took to Twitter, took to the old Twitter box and uh, and gave uh, Pit Boss some good shout outs and some choice words. And next thing you know, they're messaging me. Well, their Twitter customer service ain't any fucking better than their phone customer service. Guy his fucking moron. Um, but wife did call him back, got a hold of them. <coughs> Again, they sent us a whole new smoker. Hi. However, in the meantime, I fucked around with this beat-up one they gave me. You got it plugged in, got it working right. So now I've got two pit boss sportsman smokers.
0: Wow. <laughs> so anybody, uh,
1: yeah, these, uh, I know there's been an invitation to a few people for 4th of July, so... um you'll be enjoying some uh stuff
2: out of the smoker fourth of july if you're here so basically what you're saying is you can smoke double the meat
1: oh i can smoke two meats at once four (laughs) meats at once how many meats you want me to smoke at the same
4: time (laughs) yeah smoking a pancake (laughs) <laughs> smoking a pancake, bunt in a blintz. I <laughs> <laughs> can't remember the other ones. You remember any other ones he said? Oh, there were so remember many. Remember smoking eyes. a pancake, That's... bunt in a blintz? Something in a crepe, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah they had them in,
2: awesome in hour. Well,
4: but...
3: What was that? What?
2: Pipe in
4: a crepe. Pipe in a, a crepe.
2: Pipe in a crepe.
4: Probably a hit. Pipe in a crepe, smoking a pancake, bunt in a blintz.
2: Actually... I actually said that to Andy in a Discord one night when we were racing. Uh, we were sitting there talking before we started, we, before we went green on iRacing. And he's like, I don't think I've ever heard of smoking a pancake <laughs> or smoky treat. Smoky, treat. Yes, Sorry, smoky Andy. treat. It was smoky treat. I was like, I'm going to have a smoky treat. What the heck is that? I'm like, oh, just a smoky treat. <laughs>
0: but, no, the fuck. What is that? Smoky. Uh, yes. just, I have <laughs> just have a just cigarette. Just so- have a cigarette
2: and we're going to have a smoky oh, treat. Oh, you smoke cigarettes? Yeah, that's, that's what I escaped for. I, I don't smoke in my house. My wife's actually kind of allergic to smoke, so I respect that. So
4: you're taking, like, two puffs and coming back in?
2: Uh, basically. Uh, we actually got another storm rolling in, so it's kind of a pretty little sky out there. <laughs> well, I had to go out and check that out. I actually got some training in storm chasing and watching, so I know what to watch for. We should be good, but uh, you never know with these storms in the Midwest. I mean, I, I, I actually talked to... Uh, co worker of mine today and they were in Marshall about a half an hour north of us and they've seen more storm chaser vehicles this weekend than they've ever have in our area, so it must be the hot spot of the country right now. But nice. you know it's kinda nuts when you start seeing that stuff. But Justin, what is oh, what you... is
1: your what is your barbecue choice meat?
2: As he shot off uh, his don't... lights to get the, the um, I think he's trying to get the 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 mood set for the tit signing later. Well, for the tit
0: signing later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> light just went back on Disco, disco. You
4: guys are watching on YouTube. It's just uh, either really too much shitty lighting or no lighting. So I'm gonna go with my light, no lighting for a little bit. So um, about you? Justin, I don't, what do you like to grill? I don't grill. I don't grill. I can barely cook, but I enjoy. Um, I enjoy the uh, bratwurst with the cheese in them. Yeah, That's what I look to. Cheddar Brats? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, cheddar Worst or whatever you want to call them, wherever you're at in the world.
4: Yeah. I'm more excited about pizza, though. i waiting for the pizza episode.
1: Pizza I, episode, I, yeah. I, but speaking of Brats, I love me some Brats. Right. And when we went up to Wisconsin before, we went up to Milwaukee, we stopped at this place in Kenosha. It's called the Brat Stop. And... We bought some brats and, and brought them home, cooked them up, and they were the, some of the best brats yeah. we've ever had. So now I do make the five-hour drive once a year wow. to stock the freezer with
2: brats from the Brat stop. Well, you're, when you come up for that Minnesota Viking, Minnesota Viking uh, Indianapolis Colts game, you might have to make a pit stop.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> get you make some brats from it. the – Get you a get couple brats, brats at the at – the, Brat Stop. So shout out to the Brat Stop in Kenosha. You know, last year, I was getting ready to go up to the Brat Stop, and then that shit went down in Kenosha, and I'm like, well, I don't think I want to fucking go to the Brot Stop right now. Like, it might not be still there. <laughs> they might burn it down. I'm not quite sure, but um, yeah, so definitely check out the Brat Stop. Uh, that is a free plug to the Brat Stop up there in Kenosha, so
2: you know, speaking of brats, do you guys like sauerkraut on your brats? Do you guys sauerkraut mm. guys on your brats?
4: I hate sauerkraut. Ugh, That's, I hate when they used to cook hot, hot is dogs Is that a Minnesota sauerkraut.
2: thing? <laughs> like, everybody it's up here is like, oh, I gotta put the kraut out. <laughs> I think it's Sauerkraut's
1: really big, good for like, you,
4: though.
1: I hate it.
2: How is it good for you? Sauerkraut's oh, is supposed to be really good
1: for you. Cabbage and, like, stale vinegar or some shit. Yeah, it's
4: so supposed to be I really think- good for your insides.
0: Uh, Eat cabbage.
4: Yeah, I hear like you're supposed to eat sauerkraut every day. You know, don't don't make it
1: sour. Just eat the cabbage.
4: Cabbage is probably good enough by itself.
1: Yeah, so it's terrible. It's the worst shit ever. My wife likes it. I hate it. I'm not sure what Tony's doing. Tony is currently petting his pussy.
4: Nice.
1: How's that pussy feel, Tony?
3: Feels nice right now. She's being nice, so. I figured I better pet her. Your pussy isn't always nice. Oh, fuck no. This one's not. She's a brat. Yeah, that sounds like ours. <laughs> Same way. You got yourself a cat bite. rat. Yeah, she likes to bite.
2: So, a pussy with are. teeth, that's never good.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got one of those snapping pussies.
0: <laughs> bah,
1: bah, bah. Yeah, I don't, I don't like them. Uh... And uh, them biting pussies. I mean, uh, those, the, I, I would cut the line off there. Um, Did you guys
0: care.
4: see um, Dust Till Dawn?
3: <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> you guys see Dust Till
3: Dawn? Yes, that was a great oh. movie. The Never
4: Cheech part it. where he's naming all the pussies, like pussy, yeah. pussy, come on in, pussy lovers.
2: <laughs> you know, going into movies there. Uh, you know, we're we're thanking the military and you know the fallen soldiers we've had. What kind of a uh, you know, Top Gun, Maverick just came out this last weekend. I mean... everybody see Rick, it? I haven't seen it yet. We were going to Saturday. We can't. We're actually going to make a double feature out of it. We're going to go watch Jurassic Park when it comes out and then hit Top Gun one day, but... Nice. Um, Everybody's thoughts on the reboot, or should I call it reboot? It's actually a true sequel. Am I correct on that, Justin? I don't know if you've read much on it or not, but it's a true sequel. It is, it? yeah. It's, it's a not sequel. a reboot.
0: Yeah. You
2: know, it's not true like sequel, what Jurassic yeah. World was. You know, it's a, been a reboot, but I mean... Top Gun's a good, uh, Air Force movie and all that, you know, I mean, I'm excited to see the new one. I've heard, I've read reviews. I've actually, Andy touched on, uh, Andrew a little bit ago that got to play taps. I know he went and watched it this weekend. He said it was a great movie. Everybody should see it. Um, everybody else thoughts on top gun. I know none of us have seen it. Maybe we can dabble on our in on top gun later, but how about other military movies? Like, you know, like would be your top list of military movies that have been out over the years? Justin, how about you? Do you have any, like, you're the movie guy of our group. I mean, uh, what's your... I've seen uh, them all. I've seen yeah, them all, yeah. They, like, what's your, uh, like, your top few military movies are, like, what people should see if they've never seen it, if you've seen any Boom. ones that weren't big blockbusters, that they were good watches?
4: Um, well, right off the bat, and this has to be said just in case nobody else says it, but I'm going to steal everybody's answer, I'm sure, Saving Private Ryan, um, phenomenal film. Saw that in the theater for about 10 minutes before we got thrown out because we brought cans of beer. Um, (laughs) And at least two of us were already drunk by the time we got there, so we were being disorderly. So we obviously got told to leave, but eventually I watched it on video because back then you had to wait. When I saw it on video, I was like, I was remiss for kind of treating going to see that like another night going out to the movies and being fucked up. So it ended up resonating with me when I watched it and... It continues to be more meaningful as you watch it as the years pass uh, as you're a more serious person so that one and men of honor the cuba gooding jr diving movie i yeah. like a lot that that's, that moves me pretty good
0: movie.
4: yeah robert de niro i mean it's so good in that movie
2: the cuba's pretty good in it as well i mean mm-hmm. that, he plays that role yeah, of course well. yeah
4: yeah and that accident that happens to him like on on the ship deck like when the uh the, the chain like breaks his leg in half or whatever. I mean, that's just like, that always gets me. It's just like, oh,
2: yeah that's, a, yeah, that's a hard thing to watch and knowing that, you know, it more than likely happened, you know, it happened. And, you know, like accidents like that can happen when they're serving and all that. And he
4: just got too squeamish
2: thinking about it. He had to go away. Yeah, and he had to, he had to think <laughs> about it for a second with his camera. I'm good. I'm just fixing the camera real
0: fast. What about and you, I, Tony? What, what yeah, made me stick Tony, out for you?
2: Like military oh. movies, war movies.
3: Pearl Harbor is a good one. Yeah, nobody really talked about that one anymore. But yeah, it's thinking about, you know, that movie showing everything that happened that day. And yeah, when
2: me and my wife started dating when, you know, it was probably when Ron went Pearl Harbor or her grandpa that was served. And he was actually at Pearl Harbor when it happened. He's like, well, that's not how it happened. You know, like they have their own visions. And he's like, you got to watch Tora, Tora, Tora. That's the one that you got to watch. So I watched that one with that. But, you know, I mean, that's a whole different version of it. But, you know, I'll be honest, I don't think I ever watched Pearl Harbor um, after listening to her grandpa talk about that. You know, I kind of respected him and that. But, you know, I've always wanted to see it. I'll watch it at some point. But Tora, Tora, Tora was his movie. You know, it's like, that's how it happened and all that. But. They didn't mean to interrupt you, Tony. I just wanted to throw in "Tora, Tora, Tora." I knew somebody was gonna pop up with Pearl Harbor, and I just isn't, remember him. That was my first conversation with her. Grandpa was "Tora, Tora, Tora" is a good movie. Is not Cuba?
4: You know. Is not Cuba in that too? Yep. Okay, and I was Pearl? gonna say. Yeah. 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 I was like, please don't be like another actor that's black. And I'm just like, I remember him being like Cuba, <laughs> like, like that whole Samuel L. Jackson thing. Just see that pre. You see that ever see that like. It's like real big on YouTube, probably coming right up. Samuel Jackson, some guy's like, I loved you in The Matrix. And he's talking about <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne.
2: Yeah. And Samuel Jackson's like, I wasn't in that! <laughs> <laughs> so, Toyo, how about your other ones? I did not mean to interrupt you there. I just wanted to throw Tora, Tora, Tora out there. Because I just never heard telling me that. Hey, at least that's another option. You know, maybe people haven't heard
3: about it. Cause I have never heard about that. So, hey, it's a good wow. one maybe to check out. Um, yeah, Saving Private Ryan, like everybody, yeah, that's also a great movie. So. I mean, that's all I really think of. But Pearl Harbor, you know, um, we're actually going there in January. So that's where we're going to get married. Wow. Jell- awesome. Going to so, get you know, married,
2: you know, married in Hawaii and go see Pearl Harbor. You know, that's always been on my bucket list. I've always wanted to go see that and check take my wife down there, you know, because she knows the ships that he served on and all that. And I've heard the stories and stuff. It'd be nice to be there and, you know, remember him in that aspect. Might have to do that over Memorial Day weekend. Maybe we'll have to do that and go remember him there. How about you, Andy or Tony? Did you have any other ones that come to mind? No, not to come to mind. How about you, Andy? How about your, you know, your military movies, your war movies? My, my seen, vast knowledge like... of movies, right? Um, well, you you I, watch you watch movies. I mean, uh, yeah, not that many. But um, we don't take I your am... word on it. We don't take your have word you heard, on it Batman.
4: Have you heard of this uh, moving picture? Uh, things going on now these moving pictures they're phenomenal No, never they make oh. they make some of them about the military life mostly about war so oh, uh, see
2: did they start with did they start black and white with no sound that
0: they did
4: the yeah and then after that it was the and then after that when they brought sound into it it was the talkies, the, the talkies. So, so, so all the people that had weird voices they were like they couldn't go into talkies they're like how am I gonna I only look good I don't sound good my career's over.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, anyway. you know. Actually, um, I don't watch a lot of movies, but I will tell you one of my favorite genres of movies is military movies. Um, there's a ton of great ones out there. You guys have named a few, um, yeah. But he- here's a couple for you. One, Black Hawk Down.
4: Loved it. Okay, remember seeing um, that in the theater?
1: This one is probably my favorite by far. It's not a movie. It is a mini miniseries, um,
4: Band of Brothers. Yeah, loved it. Tom Hanks is involved in that. Yeah,
1: yes. That by far, and and, and I would say my my favorite, uh, you know, military movies and that kind of stuff is the ones that follow real. Um, and, and obviously, you talk to the military people; they've been involved. It, it's not anywhere near what it was yeah. really like, but but that are following real events, right? Uh, those are my type of movies. American Sniper, another great movie, right? Um, uh, sad that, that he's no longer with us uh, and speaking on Memorial Day that- uh, Yeah. Uh, here, here is a soldier that was, ve- like, did his job very, very well. Um, came home, um, had some issues of his own, fixed his issues. And then tried to help other um, service men and women with with issues with PTSD and depression and things of that sort, um, and unfortunately lost his life uh, doing that. Um, but yeah, American Sniper. Uh, that's that's another another great uh, great movie. Here's another one, and then you know kind of talk about. Uh, I mean, not military, but you kind of also talk you, you kind of throw in the um, the cert, the I don't know what you call them the the different branches of uh federal law enforcement like CIA and FBI and things of that sort yeah. but has anybody seen Jack Ryan
4: Oh the movie or the show the show yes, all both the show's way better yes. Um, I mean, he was in... Uh, the Jack Ryan, like, is a character that's been in a couple movies, but Jack Ryan right. is, like, a show with the guy from The Office. Correct. Um, but, yeah, I, I loved all the Jack Ryan stuff. I mean, when it was Harrison Ford or whoever. Yeah, good stuff.
1: So, yeah, I I, I love the the, the military uh, war um, genre. I mean, I'm a history channel junkie, you know, like... That's just... That, that's my... My entertainment, if I'm not watching a game or something like that, but, uh, yeah, there's so many, so many great military movies out there, really. I mean, then you get into the silly, you
2: get into the silly too, like, The uh, silly part of them, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them too, I mean.
1: Like, what, what was the one, um, with Will Smith, um, when the aliens were coming, like July 4th, or. Independence
2: Day. Independence
1: Day, yes. I mean, that's, that's just silly. You know, type of shit. Uh, but Band of Brothers, if anybody wants to watch something that is so meaningful, so meaningful to our military, our country, and see how these servicemen and women lived during World War II and fought and what they went through, I mean, get it. It's, it's on HBO Max. Um,. You, you can get, uh, I believe, A uh, and E or one of those is starting to show the series now, so you can get it on demand. I'm sure just search, search Band of Brothers on your on demand or whatever. But uh, yeah, that's that, yeah. that's a long list of stuff there.
2: Yeah, I mean, and that that you guys named pretty much all mine. I mean, I you know I love military movies too. I mean, I named Toro 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 earlier. You know, I learned that from my wife's grandpa and all that, you know, America Sniper, you know, you got, you know, Black Hawk Down. I mean, there's so many of them. I guess what I want to hear from the people out and uh, the listening list, you know, what are some, uh, some movies you like, military movies that we might not have seen, give us some options for us, you know, to read about and watch. And, you know, I know Andy said he loves the military movies. I think we all do. I mean, there might be some we're missing and all that, you know, we've, Obviously, if I didn't name everyone that we've ever seen and all that. But, you know, Andy, how can they email us about that?
1: B-A-C-C-TALK-US at gmail.com. Backtalk us. Backtalk Tony. Backtalk Justin. Backtalk Dustin. Backtalk myself. Backtalk
2: us at gmail.com but we'd like to hear your guys' thoughts on some of these movies and like some movies, like I said, you, that we've probably never seen. I mean, Justin's probably seen them all. I mean, he's our movie buff, but give us something else to talk about with these military movies or something like that. there's a lot of them out there. So many that, you know, I know we didn't mention, you know, but great movies. I mean, they named pretty much everyone that I liked. I mean, I kind of figured they would, that's why I let it in with them. But, um, I guess, yeah. One other thing that was kind of grinding my gears last week, we didn't get a chance to talk about it, was uh, the NASCAR all-star race. I know, Andy, you watched it. It's fucking garbage. The whole, window, the whole window net issue with Ryan Blaney. And when they threw that caution, you know, he's so close to the line. What are your, what's you your know, thoughts on that, Andy?
1: But It wasn't a caution. Um, Jacques right. Debris. Uh, but uh, yeah, they should have never thrown the caution. He won the race twice. Um, NASCAR changed its own rules. Um, it, it happened again. NASCAR's fucking up in my opinion. Okay. The NASCAR, the, the all-star race, first of all, I don't think anybody gives a shit about anymore. Really? Um, they try to make it exciting. The NASCAR folks that watch NASCAR, they're going to watch it because it's a race. It's a non-points race. It's for a million bucks. Nobody else gets anything. That million dollars to the winner. What is really a million dollars to these guys anymore? You know, back in the day when they're like, "Oh, it's a million dollars," Tony's uh, pussy is tearing down his house. Um,
4: <laughs> hey, it's better but, better than what the playmate of the year gets. She gets like a fucking car, so it could be worse.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's like, you know, when these guys are are, are making multi million dollars a year, and hell, it costs twelve million dollars just to start thinking about starting a nascar team to get a charter is 12 million dollars um million dollars ain't nothing so back in the day when they were like oh this for a million dollars you know that was a big deal i actually ran some numbers on it 12 million dollars numbers <laughs> from now till 2000 back to 2002 so we're going back 20 years million dollars to it uh, or a, a million dollars then to a million dollars now, now would be worth like 500000
4: so, okay, so, why didn't they up it in 20 years?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think NASCAR's fucking up. Uh, the whole Ryan Blaney situation where he gets a caution thrown, really, he's going to win the race. He wins the race twice. Um, and then the, the rule was the NASCAR rule is if your window debt is not securely fastened properly. It is a disqualification, but NASCAR let it go. So, I mean, NASCAR shooting itself in the foot here. Um, it's just another one of those things of breaking the rules, making your own rules, doing whatever you want to do. Um, I don't know. That's my take.
2: I mean, should have they have just had him come down to the pits and maybe just given him his spot back? Or do you think that's on him for letting his window net down when he's still on the track? even though after the even after he crossed the finish line and even though the caution was thrown he you know most drivers put it down so they can put their hand out the window to cheer you know is that something that you know maybe NASCAR needs to buckle down on to keep the driver safe Andy or anybody wants to chime in there I mean I'm just curious what everybody thinks about this so,
3: well so I didn't see it so explain what happened so you were just saying like he crossed the line and then the net came down
2: Correct me if I'm wrong on this, Andy. He the check the caution came out like ten feet before he crossed the line. The finish yeah,
1: line. Caution flag, flag came out right before he crossed the finish line. Like
2: they wanted like, to make yeah, it I mean, a more exciting race. Like he said, Jock so Debris came out. <laughs> they
1: made they made the rule that the race had to finish under green, unlike other NASCAR races where if you take the white flag, and the white flag is for last lap, you're on the last lap, and a caution comes out, the race is over. Well, not the case in this all-star race. that had to finish on the green. Well, the yellow comes out right before he crosses the finish line. He doesn't realize it, realize it, thinks he won the race. Takes his window net down, to you know, take put his arm out the window, starts celebrating. celebrate, and he's won the race. Well, when they the say, box. sorry, no, we're going to... We're going to reset and do all that. So he tries to refasten his window net the best he can. It's not properly refastened, but he fastened it enough to finish the race. That's what.
2: So he finished the race, went another green-white checkered with it. More than likely, we don't know. I mean from what i understand it takes probably the strongest crew member on the team to actually get that window net in place because they keep it so tight so the aerodynamics are better on the car that's what i read that's what i heard on uh sirius xm and other channels about this so his window net that? probably wasn't that's what they were saying uh there are a couple, few people were talking about that on sirius xm is that that window net's got to be fully tight hardly any movement because it the aerodynamics of the car which i don't understand because the window net's actually in the car
1: <laughs> right and the window net is is uh, there for
2: safety there for safety yeah but they're saying the tighter it is the better the aerodynamics but you know that's for a whole nother topic of conversation so i mean now you here heard it Tony there i mean should if he came down had him made him come down pit road since he took it down say prematurely but there's really no rules when you can take your window net down March, yeah. Or should they may be able to make let him race and finish the race and win it like he did?
1: The only rule is it has to be securely fastened the, the proper way, um, or it's penalty. Yep.
0: Yeah.
3: it's a I different mean, world. He, I mean, if he was that close to you know the checkered and the caution comes out, it should have just been like you know what, hey, that's it, you're good. You know, I can understand if he's like in turn two or down the back stretch and a caution comes out, but I mean, if you're that close to the checker, you just let it go. I mean, come on. That sounds like a ridiculous rule just to be, you know.
2: Hey, we're just gonna throw a caution right here. Well, and Andy touched on it too. I mean, they have their uh, overtime line or whatever. You know, if the flag's thrown before, after that line, the race would be over. Yeah. You know, I mean, but in this race, they decided to throw out all their actual rules, and to me, it's not right. But as well, what about you, Justin. I mean, I know you don't watch a lot of racing, but you know, hearing the story Andy just told, what's your thoughts on it?
4: Um, so they they flagged. What what did they call the flag on just before he won?
2: Jock debris, debris. Pretty sure that's what it was. Well, Nobody spun out, right, Andy? I don't remember. I
4: don't think there was a caution. It wasn't really. A and then the I guy really was know. already celeb- The guy was already celebrating with his like window thing pulled down, so he can get his arm out going, "I won," all that stuff.
2: Basically, you then, know, they just pull it down so they can get out of the car faster. It's a lot of And fun. then they
4: called something on him. And then they called something on him after that when he had finished, saying your thing wasn't on all the way or something.
2: He actually won the race. It's he won the race legally, but what we're saying is that you know it's hard to get that window net up by yourself, so was it wasn't right. window net secured. You know, when, what they were talking about and the whole thing is that um, you know should they have they let him just come down and get the window net secured and put him back out, or do you take you know make him come down and make sure it's secured? take the penalty and go back to the end of the longest line i mean you know to me it's nascar's fault altogether with it but you
1: know no it's terrible Uh, you know here's a it's a gimmick race it's a it is a gimmick race but they nascar fucked a driver yesterday too we'll get into that after we hear what justin has to say about what his his thoughts are on nascar basically changing their own rules but
4: no, that's all I have to say. I mean, I'm not versed in that. If there was a movie about it, I'd be pretty good. But, uh, so if
2: there was Days um, of Thunder, you'd be all over this.
4: Yeah. But I like, got oh, that scene in Days of Thunder when they did the same kind of like the likewise same shit. Yeah, it's fucked.
0: You know. <laughs> uh, yeah.
4: Totally fucked. You shouldn't be changing your own rules, though. I mean, that's just like a given. I don't even have to know what's going on. You shouldn't be having fans like Andy thinking that, you know, something was changed. It's not fair. So clearly there's something going on there.
1: So, did you see the shit with, with uh, Bubba Wallace yesterday?
2: I did not get to watch the race as my niece was graduating, so we were chilling out with her and you know, having her party and stuff. So, I did not get oh, to see the race yesterday.
1: So, alright. So, so here's the premise. NASCAR has got a rule if you're involved in any type of incident that would cause any type of damage. Minimal damage or extensive damage to your car. you're You come down, you try to fix it, you get back out on the and once you come down into the pits, they start a six-minute clock. That six-minute clock it gives you time to fix your car. You need to get your car back out on the track and get up to minimum speed um, with, within that six-minute time frame. There's a big crash. Bubba Wallace avoids most of it. Gets a little bit of very minimal damage on his car. Comes down. Um, They they do a little fixing. His clock starts, whatever. His crew chief, they start at the end of the line. His crew chief comes on. It's at the end of the stage. So at the end of the stage, you're going to throw another caution. You know, you come back down and, and change your tires and do all that. So he's out there on old tires they didn't change his tires while he was in because they're conserving tires screw chief tells him take it easy on these tires it's the end of the stage it doesn't matter we're going to be where we are but no no point in racing so he lays back Bubba wallace lays back on the restart doesn't want to get caught up in any messes that may happen in front of him Um, stage ends they do a moment of Remembrance Because it's a Memorial Day race. They, all the cars slow down. They come down pit road. They're all slow. Bubba Wallace is still on his six-minute clock during this moment of remembrance. He never got to minimum speed in the six minutes. They parked him because he never got to minimum speed during the six minutes. Now, part of it is their fault for the crew chief saying, take it easy on these tires, don't have to do anything. So he just rolls around, there, you know, on the race speeds. He never gets up to minimum speed. But then why is this moment of remembrance where everybody's slow and coming down pit road part of his clock?
2: Yeah, I guess in my thought process on it, when you actually stop the, you know, the race was stopped because of the end of the stage. You know, if it was still going that point, different world. But when you stop it for a special event, I guess is what I want to say, or an mo- event that's not going to be in an, uh, an, an everyday race, to me, that clock should stop at that point and then give them that time to finish up the repairs, you know? So here's I mean, an undamaging rule. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Undamaged
1: car is sent to the garage. Day is ended because they didn't get up to minimum speed. Now, he did have race laps that he could have done that. But because of the direction of his crew chief, he did not.
2: Right. You know, in that aspect, you know, I mean, crew chief for not saying that, me as a driver, I would say, hey, you know, knowing the rules. I mean, this goes back to... (laughs) Uh, I think it was the episode that got deleted. We were talking about the, you know, what you should do on a field and uh, when you're a sports player and all that with money and all that. But, you know, our understanding the rules, like, I think it was the helmet in hockey we were talking about, wasn't it? Like, to put it back on or skate to the bench or get a penalty. You know, and that aspect of it, you know, me as a driver be like, hey, I got to get up to this minimum speed for sure. I mean, I understand laying back, you know, hey, your tires are old. Don't get caught up in another mess. You know, that's coming out. But I'm going to make sure I get my car up to minimum speed so this clock stops in that aspect as well. Mm-hmm. You know, that comes exactly. down to the understanding of the rules. You know, as, a, as an app. But who do you right blame?
1: Who do you completely blame here? <coughs> do you blame the driver, the crew chief, the team, or NASCAR for basically parking him under oh, red the flag. moment
2: of remembrance? You know, I blame NASCAR for doing that, you know, not stopping his timer at that point, but in all, you know, the crew chief saying, Hey, take care of your car. But to me, it falls on the driver because you can get your car up to speed. It doesn't mean you have to be up at the pack. To me, it falls on the driver at that point. Make sure my car gets up to speed before. So I, that clock resets, it's done. So, yep.
1: so let's, let's, let's put this back into perspective in, into a different terms and a different race scenario. Your car's been in an incident. You come down, get fixed, your, your, your timer has started. Yep. You go back out. And on the green flag after the caution, there's an immediate caution. Again, your car never got to minimum speed. Are you still on the clock under this next caution?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, you know, like with that, you know, it comes down to, in my opinion, it comes down to, you know, hey, you could be at Daytona. Take you two, three minutes to get around the track to get back to your pit stall. You know, if you have Bristol, you know, 40 seconds, a minute, whatever. But to me, the clock should actually be like when you're in your stall, not overall. I mean, it's hard to say you're overall with it. Like I said, I mean, you go fix your... So, I mean, I look at like Daytona or Talladega, you know, they're the bigger, you know, the bigger. So, your cl-
1: here's the way they should run this the clock yeah. starts when you hit your pit stall. Yep. And if we're under caution, when you leave your pit stall, yep. the clock stops. When the green flag comes out, your clock yep. restarts. Yep. Giving you ample time to come up to minimum speed.
2: Yeah. It's nuts to think about, you know. I mean, when you start looking at all these rules and stuff. But yeah, I agree with you 110% what you're saying there. You know, like with the the way the rules are worded and all that. It's weird. I mean, I, like I said, I didn't get a chance to watch the race yesterday. We actually tried to DVR it, but we were losing power. So it didn't do it. <laughs> so I will never get to watch the race, which I heard was a good race. But Tony, um, what do you think about, play, you know, just. It's, you it's know, weird. just it's, that's weird. It's nuts when you start thinking about it. I mean, to sports me. Sports in
1: general or whatever that just have these fucking rules in place that all of a sudden, I mean, like, let's, let's go back to the tuck rule with Tom Brady, right? Like what,
3: what what do you think about these,
1: these rules in sports that, that change outcomes for players or for teams or for
3: whatever? Yeah. You've got the um, college baseball can't step out of the box. So I seen the one where he stepped out, um, gave him a warning. You know, and he tried to get back in real quick, and the ump just called a strike, so it was automatic. Strike three, out. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I don't. There's a lot I, of that rule. Yeah, there, but that's a rule that's on the batter. He he needs to know, right? Yeah. But he is, is he given a he's supposed to be given a warning.
2: I mean, he said he was given a warning, and then yeah, he was right, he was, was
3: given coming. a warning, and a few
2: seconds later he was trying to get back in
3: the box, and the ump just automatically called the strike, so with strike three, and he's gone. It wasn't like, hey, you know, I'm going to warn you this time. You do it again, it's automatically going to be a strike. It was just warning. So that goes
1: back. That goes to officials changing outcomes again of events, whether it be racing or sporting event or whatever. We had another one just in the NHL the other night um, with Calgary and Edmonton. Calgary, the game is tied at three in late in the third period. Calgary scores what they think is the go-ahead goal with about three minutes left or something like that. Um, The puck goes off a player's skate as he looks like he's trying to stop coming towards the net. The rule is it can deflect off your skate. You can just not have a distinct kicking motion. Well, they went to replay and somehow overturned this thing where I've still never seen... A, a kicking motion as many times as I've watched it. Um, they overturn it, say no goal. The game goes into overtime. Edmonton wins and eliminates Calgary from the playoffs.
2: No, yep. I remember, I, I actually saw highlights on that. Yeah. It's nuts. I mean, in my opinion, officials, you know, you go back in the day watching games, you know, officials, you know, they called their penalties in any sport, whatever you want to, NFL, NBA, hockey, NHL, any any sport. But now it's like they actually control the outcome of every game with all these replays that they have that we actually have to us as fans have to set through. And you sit there and watch the replay over and over on a big screen, or you know, at, at the stadiums, or at home, we can watch our own replays. You know, back in the day, yeah. we couldn't sit there and do that. Now we can sit there and rewind. Slow-mo and 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 be like, this is what I
1: see. On top of that, we've seen this year in the NHL, referees on hot mics saying "You know, they called a penalty on purpose because the other team deserved a power play or something. Wasn't even a penalty. Um, We've had the NBA um, referee that was gambling on games. So Justin, hearing all of this about officials and how officials really control the outcomes of the game, who is really controlling sports or events or things like is it is it officials is it Vegas is it you know it seems like the players are out of control of the outcome of the game
4: well not knowing too much about sports so hopefully like much like watching a sci-fi <laughs> movie you know whoever's watching this or listening to it doesn't know sports I'm like the the guy. That's most like them. Like, how do I understand the sports talk? You know? I'm going to go into it like that guy. And i would be like, I don't know. Sounds like it's kind of fucked up that uh, there's somebody being paid off. Um, I always heard that there wasn't playback in baseball for a while, if there even is now, just because of the distortion of the game. You know, being able to be played by seeing it as it happens. I think this, like... Um, uh whatever instant replay is Mm -hmm. just like i don't know how is it like when is it too much just feels like you know there's so much instant replay with all these sports i mean do they still do that in baseball where they don't use it or what
1: no they're they're using instant replay now and and i've heard and now i don't know how how close they are to using this um but maybe testing it in the minors or something like that i heard they possibly could be going to an electronic strike zone
2: yep they're testing it in other areas so, a like robot will call strikes and balls. Yeah,
1: robots will call balls and <laughs> strikes based on um, camera angles and. Oh, yeah, wow. There.
4: So no umpire.
1: Yeah, no the umpire umpire, the, uh, umpire you know, be there to call a, a home plate out or whatever, but no need to call balls and strikes. Um, you know, kind of the, the, the draw to baseball is the human element to the game.
4: Right. Um, yeah, like the old you know, timey sportsmanship of it, you know, like right. just basic, you know.
2: Well, as I, a pitcher, I mean, you go out there and you be like, like I know some of these veteran pitchers are like, hey, I know this is gonna give me this outside corner, it's gonna be this inside corner. Now it's gonna be like, yeah, huh. <laughs> yeah. And they've actually, actually uh, made mistakes with the tests that they're doing with it. It's actually been really flawed from what I've actually read, you know, in some games, not a lot, all of them, but. You know, they've actually, they make mistakes too, this robot or computer element, but, you know, I mean, to me, to me with the strike zone, like you're saying, Andy, with this whole computer element, every stadium is going to have a different camera angle to see this. You see that at any stadium you watch at any venue, no matter what sport, you're always going to have your 50 yard light camera, you know, you're going to all that. But you're gonna have different angles, like in baseball, especially behind home plate. Some of them walls are higher, some are lower. Mm-hmm. Like I look back at the old Metrodome days. I mean, home plate, the they had a screen back there where a back the backstop camera was, you know. But mm-hmm. you get some of these other fields are gonna be higher, they're gonna be lower. You know, how do you dial that all in? I mean, you're gonna to have to have that one person at each stadium is gonna be that key person of that. And that's where your element of yeah, and uh, I don't know how that character. how
1: that works. Like we all no, see I mean it, either,
2: but that's what I think about.
1: We all see it uh, watching a ball game nowadays, and and here is here's the whole problem, and here's why it comes into to play now is because we've all seen it watching a ball game now. They've all got the fake strike zone that's done for TV, the box, right, and you can yeah. all see the mark where the ball goes and all that. So it's um what are we, what are we looking at is that what's now going to be calling balls and strikes um i think that kind of ru- almost ruined where or brought us to where we're at um is because of the you know the tv aspect but you go to that right like why can't um the football right be laced with something through the ball and the goal line have some sort of laser that, you know, the ball crosses the plane and, you know, it's a touchdown. We don't have to go through these these instant replays. Or the goal line in hockey and the puck be laced with something that, you know what I
2: mean? Like, you're, you're talking about the football being, you know, because we've all seen it, you know, if you watch an NFL or any college game, to get to the goal line play, it's hard to tell if that ball crosses the line, right, Andy? Right. You know, we've all seen it. anybody to watch a football, but okay. So say they put it at the tip of the football. So you're at the human air of these refs. What if they put that football the wrong way? <laughs> it's got to run the length of the football. Right. But I mean, what if, what if that, you know, and you're going to get down to the point where you're going to have these airs on these sensors and all that, like, Oh, that crowd's oh, I'm with you 110. percent, but I'm looking at it as the tip of a football and not really the whole football. You know, because they could actually do that with first down plays. You know, I mean, like, mm-hmm. hey, is this the first down instead of taking out the chain gang and doing all that with football? Yep. You know, with hockey, you know, do you put? You know, you can put it all the way across that stripe. But say you get that puck crosses that line to make a goal. But what if that sensor and they start showing replays and stuff? And that, <laughs> it's nuts how
0: well, you then, start thinking about it. When then you're gonna
4: have, then you're gonna have a subsection of like. You know, the, the announcers in the game going, well, you're, I heard you take her from the middle of the ball. Well, no, I heard you take her from the tip of the ball. Which tip, the north tip or the south tip? <laughs> well, you know, it's like just you're gonna further, like, segment all the arguments. I don't know, just, 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 just go back to the, the basic.
1: Tip. Remember Justin, all yeah. just, just the, the tip. tip. I always remember just the tip. My wife says that. That's all she <laughs> lets me give her.
4: And then she goes to sleep. So it's just the tip. No, not here in Milwaukee. <laughs> no, here, it's the center of the ball. So know?
2: before we keep going on this, I see Andy's drinking in the Miller Lite now. You want to give us your review of Miller Lite? Uh, Hercules,
4: Hercules.
2: It's beer. Yeah. <laughs> can we
4: see the can? Does the can say freedom on it or anything? Is it one of the special we, cans? No, no, just no? a regular
1: can. It's a tall boy. Um, yeah.
4: Well, the Budweiser's, the Budweiser's, not Bud Light, but the Budweiser's, uh, they all say freedom on them if you buy them around here.
1: Yeah, and oh. now now Bushlight now has John Deere Bushlight, yeah. um, wow. for all, for all the farmers. so.
2: Nice. <laughs> Keystone over hunting season. I don't know if they still do it, but they actually did a uh, uh, camel beer, and then yeah, uh, random boxes would get the orange camel cam.
1: Did you did you say
2: camel beer? Camel, camel, yeah. camel, or camel. Camel.
4: That's how they don't have to drink. That's how camels don't have to drink for so long. They drink camel beer.
1: Speaking of of camel toe, you guys like for or against?
4: Better than the moose knuckle.
1: (laughs) You like seeing that camel toe or are you kind of like, hey, what's that girl doing? Well, it's
2: kind of hard to miss nowadays with the yoga pants that are out there.
1: No, no. Everybody's got out go All camel toes.
4: Usually the cam—I I would say I'm four, but usually the camel toe I end up seeing is the one you don't—I don't want to see. So, <laughs> <laughs>
2: but speak- and, and you talk about that, like—we're gonna start talking about that, and Amy is gonna send us another email. Yeah. Like, what about a like a
1: if you were a, a pussy doctor? I gotta. Call I mean, it. yeah, you get to see the good ones, but is it like one out of every nine or ten is like a good one, and then like you get to see all the, the nasty ones. <laughs> like, how do you even I, like when
2: I think about that, you know, like I always think of back at the show friends that uh, she was dating a gynecologist or Rachel was dating a gynecologist and he, I remember him saying in the show, it was, this, that was his line. Like, you know, have you ever gone home from work and if you ever see like, like she was a waitress at the time with cups of coffee and it'd be like, have you ever come home and actually like say, I would, how do you ever see another cup of coffee? You know, like me as, you know, me as a guy, I, mean, I don't know if I could ever do it. You know, growing up, I'd be like, oh, that'd be so cool. But then when you start thinking about it, it's like, get old after a while.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, I mean, well, I like that you said gynecologist, not pussy doctor like Andy. Because now we're all the same page. <laughs>
2: Or if you want to be short on it, OBGYN. <laughs> yeah, Andy's so
4: fucking gauche with everything. Pussy doctor, fucking spank bank.
1: Hey, call. that's just because I I tell it how it is. I ain't, I ain't got no filter. I ain't got to say. I love
4: it. You know the. Love it.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. It's a fucking pussy doctor. That's what you are. You're goddamn pussy there's actually, there's actually. Go to a spank. There's actually an.
4: Yeah. yeah. There's actually Burn an episode. There's an episode of kirby Enthusiasm. I don't know if you ever watch that show.
0: Yeah, I heard of it. But,
4: but um. There was one episode where the girl kept talking about how she was taking her teenage daughter to the gynecologist, but she would say it to to Larry David the main character and then when she got to it she's like, "Yeah, I'm taking her I'm taking her to the gynecologist. She's got this problem with her pussy." And like every time like she would talk to him, she would use the word pussy. And it was like off-putting. So I remember it was an episode where Jerry Seinfeld was playing himself. He was on the episode. He was standing next to you two when they were continuing the conversation later. And his face after Larry David just comes up this woman randomly and says, So, uh, how's your, uh, your daughter's pussy? And she's like, It's really good, Larry. You took care of it. You know? And then those two walk away, and it just shows Jerry Seinfeld's face like, What the fuck? You know? like, Andy, you're not the only one. No,
1: nice. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh... Yeah, that would be hard. It's like watch a it. It's enthusiasm. It's like a ba- being a baker. Like, you bake cookies all day. Do you want to eat cookies?
2: Well, Tony sells yeah, well, uh, Tony sells appliances yeah. and stuff. Does it, do you want to go home and look at your refrigerator all day? <laughs> no. I should have bought this one. This one's a better model now. We should get that one.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I worked at Pizza Hut. I still love Pizza Hut,
2: so... Well, I, I I grew up working at the Pizza Ranch when I was a kid, and I, yeah, I love their pizza. That's pretty much the only pizza we get around here, but... I wasn't but like when you were working the there, Hut, like you
1: did you get tired of
2: pizza?
4: No. no, we even like we even look I forward to making mistakes. Ways.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, you your own mistakes. Way to
0: make mistakes. <laughs> yeah.
1: So you think pussy
4: doctors don't get
1: uh, like they don't get tired of pussy though?
0: Well,
2: that's
4: no, why not and I think <laughs> Yeah, I do think it makes sense if you're a female and your dick doctor should be a guy, you know, or a lesbian, you know. <laughs> your <laughs> pussy doctor should be a homosexual man or a woman. That's the rule. You heard it here first on Backtalk. If you disagree with that, you could send us an email to backtalkus at gmail.com. Yeah,
2: let's, I want, want to, to hear the, 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 the female back. on that. So would they rather have a female It has been spoken. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, people I mean, might have I, reasons I, for either. You know, and exactly. You know, I mean, I I know my wife would rather have a female. I mean, that's the way she was, you know, dealing with her issues that we had to deal with. But, I mean, I, I guess, you know, I guess I don't know if I want to go to a female. Uh, female doctor for my uh erectile problems if i had any but you know yeah. what i mean i mean if you had erectile problems do you want to go to a female doctor but <laughs> if, say, hey, let's I
1: just say mom. you make a you make a regular doctor appointment for a physical or whatever and the nurse practitioner comes in to do your physical Not your regular doctor and nurse practitioner is a woman and she's doing your physical and she goes all right drop your pants turn your head and cough yeah are you are you feeling good about dropping your pants at that at that moment?
2: It's a physical. I've or are you? Been through it. I mean, or
1: are you trying to be like like thinking real hard in your head to chub up or something? Or like.
2: why do you think why, why do you think
0: why do you think they tell you to
2: turn your head and cough so You're not looking at them. <laughs> yeah,
0: so
4: so you're not seeing your own like pathetic self. Like yeah. look at what state you're in right now, bro. Thanks a lot.
2: <laughs> or she's on one knee cupping the ball.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah
4: yeah or she's... do you get turned on by that and is that a problem you know are you worried about that you know yeah,
1: what if you get a, if she's hot if she's really good looking i mean do you have any issue chubbing or, up with? Me, or even
4: worse what if your dick what if you have a dick detour and it's a dude and you're like starting to chub up and you're like oh no what's oh, happening
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'd be questioning my sexual thoughts at that point
4: <laughs> yeah i'd be like what's happening how long has it been jesus
1: Calls it a dick detour. A dick Speaking detour. Of di- d- uh, When he said dick te- detour, I, I immediately thought of the new commercial I've been seeing a lot, which is called bentcarrot.com.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's for those uh, people with crooked penises.
4: For those people that suffer from a coxaflopping. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, oh, my God.
4: Uh, yeah, I think, uh... If you, if you struggle with flop, and talk to your doctor today.
2: His <laughs> <laughs> curved penis is better, or are they like them straight.
4: <laughs> it's Peroni's disease. There's actually an episode of It's Thursday. I will inc- I will include that episode. I won't ask somebody for a number this week, but I'll... Since we touched on Peroni's disease in an episode of It's Thursday, which we'll probably get to at the end, that'll be the episode you can watch right now. So... <laughs> I know a little bit about Peroni's disease, and we did use the carrot commercial and all that stuff. So, and
1: I, so but, I'm, I, I gotta ask now because you said mm-hmm. that. Like, I have to ask why you know about Peroni's disease.
4: <laughs> well, um, because I woke up one day and I had an erection, much like you do with the morning wood, and it was <laughs> less lot. of a morning. It's less of a morning log than a uh, morning fucked-up squash because <laughs> uh, concurrently there's there's a commercial for a place you can get fruit and you pay you pay less for fruit and vegetables because you're getting the ones that people throw out that are still good so it's much like the same commercial so your dick doesn't actually look like a zucchini it looks like those fucked up zucchinis that people throw out which is even worse
1: and you just randomly but, uh, woke up with this
4: yeah, I, I was like, I think I have PD because they shorten it when it's a dick disease because they don't want and, and it Guys don't want to go out and say I have erectile dysfunction. I'm like I have ED. I have PD yeah. Like you can just imagine like the wife was like he has PS. He has, he has Peyronie's disease. Babe PD You know ED <laughs> way better
1: So did nothing actually happen? How did how did you how did you end up with this disease? Was there something going on the night before?
4: Yeah, I was having sex with the carrot.
2: <laughs> I don't want to know about this story. You know what? I think
1: we just...
4: She had uh, a really we just... weird colored tan, is what I'm saying. She had a really weird colored okay. tan. A...
2: <laughs> Maybe I was thinking the actual carrot. <laughs> <laughs> I had
4: sex with Donald Trump. He was orange.
2: All I was going to ask is, where did you put this carrot?
4: No, she was a carrot. She was very. Yeah, I get it now. Right right away. That's all I was saying. Carrot. Hey, wherever. I mean, it depends on how much you're drinking, how cool she is, you know, how much, how many good bands she listens to versus bad ones, you know. I'll let you get the carrot out if you don't like Maroon (laughs) Five.
2: Cucumber might be better for some girls. So she, she. If you could tell me, so
1: what you're telling me is she broke the dick.
4: I had a bro, I had, yeah, I had, I had PD, Andy. Shh, I had PD. (laughs) I had BDS, broken dick syndrome.
1: And did you have to do the stretching exercises?
4: Well, I do them in the shower every morning anyway. I don't know if it always helps, but, you
0: know.
4: (laughs) Right between, right between shampooing and conditioning. Actually, what you do is you put the conditioner, you put the conditioner.
1: Did Am I the only one that heard him say (laughs) shampoo?
4: <laughs> did I say champoni?
3: <laughs> Sounds like a lot of John. Uh-huh.
4: That's a regional thing. That's a regional thing. Tony, we say
3: John say and Champony? Champony. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what I heard, yeah.
2: Shampony. <laughs> <laughs> so is that Andy relation to a Zamboni?
4: Yeah, it's like a Zamboni, you know. The Zamboni goes through the hair, clears it all up. Then you put the conditioner in there. <laughs> then you leave the conditioner. conditioner? In there and you uh, check yourself for PD.
2: <laughs> the air conditioner?
4: Hair conditioner, <laughs>
0: isn't that what it is? <laughs> so do you? Do you it?
1: <laughs> so okay, yeah, after
2: you put the hair conditioner, and what were you saying? You do your exercises.
4: Yeah, you do the Peronis of these exercises. You try to straighten it out a little bit, you know. If you're a, um, if you're a poet, you, one one could say you try to straighten out your Longfellow.
2: <laughs> you got Andy dying over there.
0: <laughs> I just gotta, die.
1: I gotta ask. I gotta ask, where has this Justin been over five episodes? He's got three all beers the deep, guys Oh,
0: Looking he's three three deep. Beers deep.
4: I stole to Straighten Out My Longfellow from uh, Back to School. Fucking Ryan Dangerfield said it. You've met, you ever seen that movie? Come on, Andy, you've seen five movies. Is that one of them?
2: No, that's not one of them. This Fucking three, Roddy
4: Dangerfield, back to school? Come on.
2: No. Back to no, school. Sorry. Yes. No. This is three beer, uh, three beer, Justin, like as in uh, six beer, Amy on uh, what is that show? Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> oh,
1: I thought you were talking I about six beer. That. I thought you were naming our our email girl, six beer, uh, Amy. Yeah. Six beer,
2: Amy. <laughs> uh, it's on uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. They actually have an episode where they've ever seen six six Drake Amy, and. <laughs> They try to get her to the sixth drink. I mean, Brooklyn Nine-Nines. I, I love that show. I've always loved I always love. I got to check
4: that out. That's that's like the fifth person that's told me they really like that show. Yeah, it's a pretty. i funny watching movie. Gotham it's a
2: Pretty though. funny t Did you start watching Gotham? Yeah, we never touched on that. You know, we never. I haven't started watching it yet. But what's your opinion on Gotham? Then Andy would love to hear this.
4: Pretty good. I uh, I watched like thirty minutes. So I don't know if that's a whole episode or half an episode. I can't tell you what if I remember. I'm gonna have to go back like five minutes when I go back to it. But I like the tone. I like the filmmaking aspect of it. I'll probably keep watching it. So cool. That's that's a ringing endorsement coming from me.
1: Nice. <laughs> well, shit, guys. We gone on and on and on, and uh, we talked about a lot of stuff, including um, pussy doctors P- and bent carrots. So PD. PD. P-
2: PD. We don't want to hurt PD. Justin's feelings here. We got to call yeah. it PD. No. Yeah, you don't want to hurt um, my feelings
4: or anything else.
2: <laughs> Amy, Amy will get in touch.
1: Uh, we, we're calling you, yeah. uh, Shakespeare Amy. Shakespeare Amy, we <laughs> we will be in touch. You've won a Back Talk T-shirt. And Tony, how did she win that T-shirt?
3: She emailed us at backtalkus at gmail.com and. Basically, just talked about the show, left a comment about what we talked about last week, crossing the line. So she gave her opinion, and we all agreed and voted on it, and she wanted to teach her.
2: Just remember, Amy, if D- Justin ever signs your tits, we need a video of some sort of this. So here's the question
1: about that, about her signing, or Justin signing her tits.
2: Do we think we need to reach
1: out to Amy and say, hey, Amy, come on this podcast and convince Justin, yeah, to sign your tits.
2: What do you if she don't. I mean, she disclaimed all like the whole uh, email and all that. We can do it without camera, you know. She can come and talk if she wants. You know, we'll blur it yeah. out, whatever. But yeah, we, you know, we
1: can we can definitely do that. There's that's easy enough to do. That we can crop her photo out.
2: Just uh, just hearing her email. I mean. It, you know, Brad's been the one that's been talking to us. That's what got this email thing started. Right, Andy? You yeah. know, maybe I mean, she might have jumped over Brad here. Oh, <laughs> she yeah. might have leaped Brad for sure on this. I mean, Brad's got to step up the game, I think.
1: Yeah, all Brad said was, hey, <laughs> way to go, guys. Like, she gave us a fucking story about, you know, sister First wanting, real wanting her to blow her boyfriend and, and stripping for $300 and, you know, like Brad stepping up and and ladies, ladies, keep those emails coming, because
2: we like to hear like, from the ladies. Yeah, we want to hear their sides of the stories and that you know, we're all males here talking about stuff. You know, They have different, like I said, they're wired differently. They think of stuff way different.
1: That's right. Backtalkus at gmail.com. Let us know. Um, I think it's time to run, Forrest. What do you guys think?
2: Run, so, Forrest, right run. The, end the show. Yeah, no, so. Good show, boys. Glad to hear you guys talk. Glad to see you guys in this, uh, I shouldn't say, great holiday. You know, I mean, like agree with Andy. You know, it's not a happy Memorial Day. But hopefully everyone remembered everybody of these fallen soldiers and, first, you know, servicemen and women.
1: That's right. Let's go around round the room here one last time. Justin, last words, buddy, about your PD or anything else?
4: Well... I don't actually have PD, I don't know how um, we got into it, how I got into it for that episode of It's Thursday, but I will share that if you go on It's Thursday show, search for that on YouTube, there'll be one episode to watch only. Last week, hopefully you got to watch it, uh, Dustin, I think you picked the number 23. Yep. Probably you're a Michael Jordan fan, I don't know. Nope. Uh,
2: Long story, sure. Long story with that, we can get into that in another episode.
4: Okay, well, not sure, I can not remember what this episode's called, but... Because it sort of came up a conversation. I will be sharing that episode. So you can go watch that if you want for this week only. And it'll be cool because uh, there's a PD, Peroni's disease bit in there, kind of right in the beginning. So that's that's my that's my thing. Thank you to all who served. Thank you for, for, to all who continue to serve so we can sit at home and do this dumb shit that you guys hopefully enjoy. And backtalkus at gmail.com. I don't remember the questions. We were keep. Do we keep track of the questions we might want uh, answered?
2: Beer. Uh, beer drinking games or drinking games. We want to hear the uh-huh. drinking games out there. Military uh, movies. Military movies. Uh, you know, any mm-hmm. stories about the crossing the line yet? It seemed like that was a hot topic with them. You know, like we never really. You know, we're thinking about in the guys' aspect of this. You know, maybe we should. We need to hear some more of these girls' sides of their crossing the line stories. Yeah, the female apparently
1: don't wear your shades inside the house, Tony. Hmm. Okay.
2: Well, we don't we, <laughs> hope, we don't want to be frozen by your baby blue eyes, Andy. That's right. You know, you're saving you're saving us in this aspect as well. That's right, Tony. What's he got? Last words, buddy. Um.
3: Well, so I do. Before I get to last words, I do want to mention. Um, we did. You know, we've been talking about movies, but, you know, we also didn't talk about we lost a great actor this weekend, Ray Liotta. So, you know, he died on the way he yeah. was filming down in Dominican. So he was in some great stuff. Talked about Field of Dreams. Goodfellas is definitely one of those top ones with Ray Leo in it. So, yeah, I mean, it was sad to hear about the passing of him. So I just wanted to talk about that since we do talk about movies here and get that out there. So final thoughts. Jeez, I don't know. Great show. Glad you guys are still listening to us, watching us. You know, make sure you spread the word, just like Amy found out from a friend. You know, Amy, a.k.a. And, yeah, so just keep listening, keep asking us questions. You know where to hit us up now, you know. If you don't know, I'm sure you'll hear it for the 50th time in the next two minutes. It is Us at gmail.com. Yeah, we appreciate you guys just, you know, hanging out, following us, listening to us. And, yeah, hope you're enjoying, and we'll keep going. That's all I got.
1: There you go. Well, thank you, Tony. Dustin, final words. We'll have to hear from your your wife as far as if she's going to... M- name a number for stripping for us. And
2: uh... she's, she's thinking really hard about that. I got that <laughs> out of her when I walked away for a little bit a little bit ago. And she goes, I'm really thinking about this. This could get interesting. <laughs>
0: yeah. you know, she's, out,
2: she's, she's always got an open mind with it. The one thing I noticed is that Tony did change his sign that's behind him. I don't know if he wanted to get into the let's go out and let's stay in, I think is what it was. Now it's let's go out. So I guess we need to go out and do something according to what Tony's saying. But no, uh, you know, great show, everybody. Thanks for listening, everybody out there. You know, we want to hear from you. You know, Tony alluded to it 50 times. I guess I'm going to say it the 51st time. If that's what number we're really on, but email us at backtalkus at gmail We'd love to hear from you on the drinking games, any other topics that you guys would love to bring up out in the world out there. We're we're open books. We'll talk about anything. Give us a topic to talk about in the next episode or episodes that you know get get we want to get your thoughts and females give us ideas that you know you don't think that we'll think will think about you know there's stuff that you guys want to hear about too and get our battle of the sexes out of it or however you want to put it but it'll be a fun conversation um no other than that you know uh remember the milit- or the men and women in service like we said earlier and you know thanks for the service and can't wait to see you guys next week
3: Absolutely.
1: And and thanks for that, Dustin. And and yeah, awesome show. Um, Everybody's mentioned it backtalkus at gmail.com. We've got some other ways you can get a hold of us too. follow us on Twitter at backtalk. Uh, We are on Facebook. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter. You know, one thing I want to see out of people, I want to see everybody out there doing tits up cheers. So, I want to start seeing videos on the Twitter or email them to us. So, tag us on Twitter with your tits up videos. Um, let's get that, let's get tits up started. Let's get it rolling. Um, other than that, man, uh, we've, we've had an awesome, awesome show. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, Amy. We'll, we'll be in touch. Uh, I'll get you a... Uh, Awesome back talk t shirt. We appreciate you chiming in. And everybody else who chimed in on the emails, thank you very much. We'll be reading your emails again next week, so let us know about your drinking games, your pussy doctors, whatever else you want to talk about, let us know. Till then, everybody, tits up.
4: It's open.